Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports tonight, the consequence, you know, there's basketball, hockey, and stuff. I'm a little worn out, Miss Robin, from the crazy World Series. Almost every night we've been going nonstop, but it's, you know, it's a labor of love, and we've had a great time doing the podcast, the World Series watch party. Last night we did a double bubble combo mambo watch party. Eric Burns and the whole gang and a bunch of great friends watching as we covered both the Eagles 
and the Phillies Astros World Series at the same time. I believe we set a record, and I'm waiting for the Guinness people to show up with a case of Guinness to at least thank me for my participation. But it's the first Friday of the last weekend before we fall back, Robin, and we'll fall back into bitching about darkness again and sadness. But enough about the elections next Tuesday, Robin. Oh, I got to get my rim shot ready. How could I not have the rim shot ready for that one? I'm not sure. That was kind of a no There you go. Well, no brainer. That's what we do. It's Tony Bruno, Miss Robin. It's into the night here on No Filter Network. Thanks for joining us. All of our regulars usually get together on a Friday night. And then we welcome new people, the people on Facebook who are finding out. My boy, A.J. Johnson and Miss Robin, great people, spreading the word because I'm spread thin and my brain is shot. My brain is almost as bad as a combination of John Fetterman and Joe Biden combined. When I get to that level of not being able to communicate and not being able to construct at least one coherent sentence, it's time to say goodbye. But meanwhile, speaking of the president of the United States, Robin, let's, because, you know, the election's coming up, but I'm not going to get into election politics. If you don't know who you're going to vote for, then you're clueless. All right, everybody knows who they're going to vote for. I've already published my, uh, my ballot, Robin. I've already posted my ballot. And I'm ashamed to, ashamed to say it. Here in Florida, straight red, straight Republican, Robin. Not because I'm a extreme MAGA, uh, what is it, a terrorist, danger to democracy, and Nazi, and fascist, hey, and I, white supremacist. That's better than being a cockroach. Apparently, I'm a cockroach. Well, you are a white suburban woman, Robin. Yeah. Are you still a white suburban woman living in Cape Coral, Florida? This is suburbia. It is? Yeah. Suburban doesn't have anything to do with location in the country. By the way, Suburbia, great song by Rihanna. Remember that? It was a movie, Suburbia. Yeah. Good song. We'll, we'll play it later, maybe. But anyway, the president's out there. I don't know why they keep sending him out there. <laughs> Shouldn't they just lock him up now? Every time, but the, big, the good news is this is the last week of nonstop political ads on your television and radio and nonstop ads to find out whether you or anybody you know was near Camp Lejeune and drank the water between 1945 and 1985. I see one more lawyer group telling me, hey, do you know that if you were at Camp Lejeune, if you drove by there, if you took a leak in Camp Lejeune, call our law office right now. <laughs> if you took a dump outside of Camp Lejeune and helped make the water even more toxic, give us a call right now. Operators are standing by. But the big story, Robin, is Joe Biden. Yes. On the stump today. He was actually sitting on a stump. Not Stump Mitchell. But he was out there today. And I got to tell you, nobody can close like Joe Biden closes. And here, in case you missed it earlier today, two big things came out. He assured us that General Motors will be providing electric vehicles for everyone by the year 3035. I kid you not. So, you know, all the young people now just getting out of college, you know, mm -hmm. trying, you start saving up now by the year 3035, you, you may be able to buy one of them GM all EV cars. And the president also said that if you have a power shortage, like here in Florida where we had a hurricane and the power went out, don't worry. You can plug your fully electric car or truck into your house, and you'll have power again. So these are the kinds of positive things I like to hear from, you know, from the leader of the free world. 
or the partially free world, or Twilight Zone world, or Bizarro world. But shall we go to the actual... This is the final yes. statement. Yes. I want you to pay attention very closely, ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention to our Commander-in-Chief, President of the United States. And I know uh, some of you are even uh, seeing whether or not you uh, qualify or whatever you have. Anyway, won't go into it. But uh, and I know uh, yeah. some of you are even uh, seeing whether or not you uh, qualify or whatever you have. Anyway, won't go into it. But yeah. uh, but I remember the most most important thing, Robin, as we head into another winter. And then people are getting the flu and COVID again. Just remember one thing, Robin, and this is something that I've lived by ever since the pandemic started and President Biden became our commander in chief. Then you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. But see, to, to be fair, he didn't say how many vaccinations, because now it appears five shots are just not quite enough. I mean, the CDC director, Rachel Walensky, has had five shots. She's got to go for six. So how many do we need before it's all safe to once again go outside and be near our loved ones? Now that Halloween's over, how, how much longer will we have to wear? Do we have to go get, uh, with three, you get egg roll. Exactly right, Matt. <laughs> you get three shots. And now I read something earlier today that the new, there's a newer, newer, newer and improved, super fortified, Vaccine where you could take one vaccine and get a it's it's a combined flu shot and COVID shot at the same time. Oh, so man. it's like it's like the kids' shots that have like the MMR. Where yeah, it's like not, not Mons- WMMR. Yeah, classic rock. Measles, mumps, rubella. Now you can get the CFU. <laughs> C- yes, CFU is right. And you know, as I've always said on the show, Robin, going back to 1999, there's only one thing. Better than two injections at the same time. And in the words of my friend Lawrence, who is back and better than ever, ladies and gentlemen. He still looks exactly the same. I know he does. There's only one thing better. Everybody knows what that is. Two chicks at the same time, man. Exactly right. Yes, uh, Matt Raposo uh, out there in Livermore, California. Hello. You can get the, the COVID flu shingles and pastrami all on rye, all in one shot. Now, the mayonnaise... You know, that's going to be separate. You can't really inject mayonnaise into your veins, can you? Um. Well, they kind of want you to. We have a man- mayo story, and you know how I love my mayo. Well, you're lily white. You're just a lily white mayonnaise kind of chick. And, you know, the Dutch, as Robin has told hey. us, they put mayonnaise on everything. Mayonnaise is Ma- awesome. Mayonnaise, it's mayonnaise, Robin. Mayonnaise. You need a thicker gauge, though. You need one of like, like those horse needles. Yes, yes. To, to inject mayonnaise. And I, I, I don't recommend, in, I don't want any of you TikTok influence out there thinking that I'm telling you to go out and get a, a, you know, a jar of Kraft or Hellman's or any of those other great mayonnaise products. No, no, no Frank's Red Hot. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if this flu strain that's coming out now, if, if Frank's Red Hot sauce, maybe that little extra jolt that you need to get rid of all the flu, the viruses, the bacteria, the aches, the pains, you know, the, the, the diarrhea, all the symptoms that you get when you get sick. You know what I'm saying? Not Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip is a no-no. Hey, Tony. Yes, Rob. I just want to let everybody know that we've, we've incorporated something new tonight. What do we got? Um, 
whenever anybody asks. Yes. I will do a quick flash. What are you going to flash? Are you going to you going to show us your? Uh, what you going to? Is going to do Mardi Gras and say, "Show us your tits." Um, Let not those completely. puppies breathe. I'm. I. It's a flash of. Should I say it? Flash yeah. of pussy. I. I can show that we have a kitty cam. Oh, okay, Robin. Come on, don't. Don't don't get our guys. Don't get the guys. Even the women. You know, women get excited. It's Friday night. It's been no. a long week. But see, so if anybody asks on the no show filter, me your pussies. Show me your pussy. I can I can do that now. There you go. And it's only, but she's not always there. Well, so, nothing like a woman. Nothing like a woman licking herself. Yes. And you know why cats, male and female, lick themselves, Robin. Because, because they, they can. can, baby. Because they can. Yeah. That is right. That is a hairy pussy can. And you don't get that anywhere else, ladies no. and gentlemen. No, I have a dedicated camera just for the <laughs> pussy cam. You are welcome. Bring back the bushes, right? <laughs> but stay out the bushes. As Jesse Jackson said back in the when George Bush was running, stay out the bushes, baby. Anyway. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. So I told you, you know, we got a break from the World Series, the NFL. It was a crazy week. Everybody's worn out. I mean, even the Philly fans who were screaming like crazy. And then all of a sudden, you know, after they, they went up and they had that 7 nothing shutout, mm-hmm. everybody was in a frenzy in Philly. You understand. It's the World Series. They hadn't lost at home. Well, I totally ha- I know why they had a 7 nothing. Why? Because the mush was in the audience. Yes, I hate, to blame the people. I hate to blame people for mushing the Phillies. But after the Phillies won 7 to nothing to go up two games to one, the next night they trot out Bruce fucking Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen, the only connection he has to Philadelphia is a song about AIDS from the streets of Philadelphia, right? Right, right. It was an AIDS song. So he was worse than AIDS showing up. At, at Citizens Bank Park. So you got fucking Bruce Springsteen in a, in, right in that box seat. How does he get box seats? I know he's rich. Bruce Springsteen's there. Yeah, and I then, can guarantee you he Jill, Jill Biden's up there. Dr. That's who, Jill. That's who I'm talking about. Those were the mushes right there. So if you're going to look for a mush, you know, everybody says, oh, there's always an umpire call or, you know, a bad play and, you know, the guy, the manager made a wrong move. He took the guy out too soon. He left the guy in too long. Right now, all you need to know, Bruce Springsteen and Dr. Jill Biden. Definitely. Yeah, and it's definitely not his hometown. No. <laughs> we should have put him in. Put I got to give Matt Raposo. Before we end the show, and he said, what, he's bitter about that bringing the intensity, bringing the humor. Put him in the bathroom is right. But, you know, Chaz Palminteri should have been there. Another New York great, like Springsteen, who's basically from the slums of North Jersey. What the hell's Bruce Springsteen doing in Philadelphia, really? He's the guy that sued a bar up in the Northeast for playing songs in his jukebox. And he had goons go in there and shut down a bar because they were playing songs on, his, on the jukebox. Not Woody's. No, that's where the mayor goes and hangs out. And he always makes sure he, gets to the, he goes into the back door. So nobody sees him except his friends who also go in the back door. What type of goons? Tyson's Avenue. Was it Woody's in Ty- on Tyson Avenue? Was that one called Woody's too? Not the Bada Bing Room, no. Must have been the bar at the hub on the boulevard. No, it was on Tyson Avenue. You're absolutely right. John from Mayfair would know. That's that's my old, you know, that's where my uh, 
That's where I moved when I got married up there in Mayfair, mm-hmm. when you could actually go and walk around in Mayfair and enjoy things. But anyway. And without worry about getting mugged every Exactly. We had another incident at a Wawa last night in Philly last night. You yeah. see that? No. 4.20 in the morning at a Wawa, one of the few remaining Wawas open, and one of the few, if not the only Wawa, open all night. Oh, Because wow. a lot of them who are still open have been shutting down yeah. at like 10 o'clock. Which I don't blame them. I mean, really nothing good happens after 2 a.m., so why even bother? Exactly. Even in bars. Even guys know that. Yeah. Guys know, you know, you're hanging out in a bar at closing yeah. time. You're a loser. And so are the women in there. So this is an equal opportunity. The only things that need to be open that late are anything around a hospital. Yep. Because they're 24-7. Um, emergency tra- ward is the most. Right. Uh, there's more action at the emergency <laughs> wards in Philly at 2 a.m. than right. there is at any of the nightclubs. But honestly, for the, for the hospital worker safety, it should be their own cafeteria that's open 24-7. Exactly. Um, uh, and along truckers' routes, yes, there should be twenty-four-seven because they're working all. all the lot lizards still need to work yeah. too, and now with the diesel shortage coming oh, up, casinos. Imminent, oh, well, well, yeah, casinos are open, yeah. but they, you know, they have their own security, and it's right. like a safe, hermetically sealed environment. You know, you don't know what time it is. There's no clocks. The air's cooled. They pump in oxygen, so you keep pumping money into the table, and they are essential workers because remember, they were open during the pandemic. Yes. You know, it's weird. Like, if you go to other countries, other countries don't have grocery stores and stuff open 24-7. If you miss the hours of them being open, you just have to wait until they open exactly. again. Exactly. <laughs> just like the fact that we think that we need this here is just so crazy. Actually, 7-Elevens aren't even open 24 hours in Philly, but they're not supposed to. You know what 7-Elevens are yeah. supposed to be open, right? They are supposed to be open from 7 a.m. to 11, to 11 p.m. PM. You know what I'm saying? So how many hours? Here's a good trivia question, Robin. And we don't do normal trivia here. We don't. This isn't, you know, our, our buddy uh, Luigi Curto, you know, he does uh, Quizzo a couple nights a week. But ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let me give you a little uh, music here. This is a question, Robin. Yeah. 7-Eleven. How many hours a day is 7-Eleven supposed to be closed? This is a math question, so I'm counting myself out. It would be eight. Hello? Wait a minute, no. If they open at 7 a.m. and they close at 11 p.m., what hours is 7-Eleven actually closed? Eight. That's super simple. Like, like, that's about the easiest one. I thought you were going to say how many hours are they actually open. Yeah, pencils down, Robin. This team raises to say, I'm the match game! Honestly, like if you were asking how many hours they were open, I had to like do it on my fingers for a second. But you don't even need to how many hours is Seven Eleven open, Robin? Hey, they're it's sixteen. They're open for sixteen hours. They're closed. For, they were used to be closed for eight. So you got to think on the show. This isn't just some mindless drivel and stupidity. We'll save that for election day when you walk into the booth and you're saying, who the hell are these people and why are they here? But is this, is this not one of the greatest game show yes. theme songs of all time? Finish the big finish, boys. Yeah! Now... Just like even if you did not know what that music was from, don't you immediately picture 
like that 70s orange and yellow oh. and white and bell bottoms. I mean, you just, it's just yeah, boom, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, boom, it's right there. Trevor, Trevor Tenen in Miami says, if you if you want mindless a mindless show, that's from 2 to 6 a.m. on WQAM Miami, home of your Florida Panther and your Miami Dolphins, at least until the end of the season. Now, um, we do have somebody uh, in the knocker room already, but we have special guests that are coming up here in yes. a few minutes. Yes, we do. So, you know, there's a lot of whining that goes on this show. Yeah. And, of course, we drink wine very, very pretty much often, but not all the time. Sometimes we'll break, break it up with a little vodka cran, sometimes beer. Yep. But for the most part, this is a wine show. We have pretty because much winos. Any kind of talk, radio, format, or podcast. It's all about whining and wine. Yes. And whining and dining. And we do whining very well. And we wine very well. And we drink good wine. So it's the wine show. So while, um, since they are coming up shortly, should I say how this all came about or should I wait until? No, I think you should set it up because okay. this is a, this is a, this is a, a, an amazing story. I know. Because, you know, Robin and I have been, we've been all over the world at wineries. I've been in the South of France. We've been in. California. We've been all over the Napa, Sonoma. Not even we didn't even make it to Lodi, but everywhere you there's wineries. We're there. Virginia. Right. You know, even Pennsylvania. But obviously the California wines are great. The Oregon, the Oregon wines are awesome. Up there in the Willamette Valley, I think they're the best Pinot Noirs that you can find. A lot of good white wine up there. Quite a lot of good white chicks too, but you gotta watch for the white chicks up in Portland and Washington State. They'll kill you, man. There's some crazy <laughs> bitches up there. They may you know, pay no attention to the really nasty and nappy uh, dreadlocks on these white chicks. It's and the, the blue haired chick with nose rings yeah. and, and tattoos. They're they're scary, man. Oh, we've been to Livermore, Eric Block, and yeah. we love Livermore. Yeah, we've been That's up there where to the, one of the original the, the uh, Wente, Bocce. The Wente Winery is right there. Yes, yes, it is. Exactly, so, Arizona. Now we've been to a couple of wineries in Arizona, and and people didn't even we didn't realize it because it's so hot in Arizona. But in the valleys, you can well, actually grow grapes right. because the, if the weather there is very Mediterranean because it gets cold at so night. So it's not it's, – it's in Sedona, but it's in the valley of Sedona. Right, exactly. Where, it's the high mountains. Yeah, the high mountains, but it's – but up just a little bit higher, you can't grow grapes anymore. It's in these, these exactly. indentations, these valleys that are up there. If you plant, like, plant grapes like in the right outside of Phoenix out there in the desert, oh yeah, that, they'd be they'd be raisins. <laughs> they wouldn't I don't even they know if they would make it to they raisins. They would make it to raisin status. So let me explain. Let me explain what happened. So Tony, I set up if anybody knows this. That if you're in marketing or anything, um, you can set up Google Alerts. So anytime something shows up with your name or any word that you're trying to keep track of, right. it'll then send you a message. Google Alert, blah, blah, blah. Well, I set one up for Tony eons ago um, when I was first starting to track all of the articles and everything that was being put out for him. So anytime Tony Bruno gets mentioned... In Anywhere. the world. And it's not just me because there's so many Tony Bruno's Well, that's in the, the world. thing. Right. So, so you often get mentioned, but then there's also any other Tony Bruno that gets mentioned. It comes into my inbox. And some of them are really funny. Like, I found out that there's a mass murderer in Texas named Tony Bruno. No relation. <laughs> no relation. No relation. Um, there's the Tony Bruno that is one of the CEOs at Disney. There's yeah. a Tony Bruno that is in the rocket science. Yeah, the Tony Bruno guy who makes amplifiers. Right. By the way, Paul Ferrara says, 
our uh, the audio sucks today. Is the sound quality? Is everybody hearing the show? Well, it sounds good at my headsets, and yeah. we're connected to high speed, so yes. we're not doing the show in the living room where we had the TVs behind us in front of us, so we can watch the games and do the shows. We are now back in our absolutely perfect operation. Robin's got. Well, no, I'm asking. So, um, so Paul Ferrer, it's loud and muddy. Loud and muddy. That's the way I like my women, baby. Loud and muddy. Hmm. Then I hose them down right out there. Let me little, try I don't something. hear any static. Robin, gonna... are you wearing any staticky clothing? Do you have static cling? No. It sounds crystal clear in my head. Well, that's because you're listening to it from the... Um... I'm very loud. I'm Italian. What do you want? I'm from Philly, South Philly in particular, and I'm Italian. So bring me a couple of RCHs down, right? Okay, I'm bringing... Let's just try this. Bring testing one, two, three. Testing Bring one, two, three. Ha. Sounds Bring it like down. How's that? How's that? Is it good? Is it all right then? We went down a couple of RCHs. Did you to... learn about the RCH? I uh, will see, but that's the problem is I can't hear it. That's better? Okay. I'm Forget the Richter scale. Forget the... I'm going to bring uh, it. How, how is that? How is that? Eric Blocker says it's better. Matthew it's better. Raposa says Much it's better. better. See, uh, now again, all I hate right. to rip Robin. I hate to do it to her, ladies and Listen gentlemen. to me, mister. How am I supposed to know unless because somebody sure, tells me? You're the one running the controls. But I d- It's still loud, Trevor says. Robin is very loud. Okay. Turn your ass down, Robin. <laughs> you got it all the way up. Turn yeah. it down at least five RCHs all right, right there. I'm, I'm turn it down. I'll Jesus turn. Christ. Okay. 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 How's that, people? Is that better now? Way better. See, Way Robin? Better. Okay. I, See? I, I, I'm, I, and, I, and I hate to do it. Well, this is what we need. I, I, we I, need I, we need somebody at the very bit. No, because I'm not going to let you talk about let, it because I don't. I cannot hear what the people are hearing. You can see it. You watch no. the VU meters. The VU meter is fine, Tony. It is all about what is coming through on no filter. Okay, so I got to give you one of these. I'm sorry, Rob. So then you're going to give the same thing to Eric Burns, who also had. Yes, I do. Okay. I'll give it. To, right. I'll give it to everybody. All right. I'm not. I I don't discriminate. All right. You know, you get one of these when you earn one of these, Robin. All right. And so you earn one so far, but luckily the audience is listening. And then you adjusted nicely to it. So I'm being nice to Robin, but she earned one of these. And I got to give, you know, listen, this could be a record. 24, 24 minutes into the show, it took for Robin to get one of these. Well, I am I wish somebody had. Robin, why did you turn that off? I didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, they're, oh you got to get a double. That, I'm going to make that a double. So I'm just getting ready to give her one of those for, for the level problems. And then as I go to hit it. She has the thing turned off. Yeah. That's a double Actually, right there. I should have just left it off. <laughs> and then. A double, double. See, it's. Well, my, yeah, my thing is something I, funky. I cranked that son of a bitch up so Robin can't turn me down. Well, but then it overmodulates Tony Bruno. Well, let me give you one more then. No, then you have to give yourself. So, and. Anywho, <laughs> now, I... people are asking, is that a box of tissues and a bottle of lotion next to me? No, I put the lotion in the basket. What's next to us is a corkscrew, baby. The Chef Man. Yeah, Chef Man. Look at this, baby. May, I, that's may I please finish, Tony Bruno? Go ahead, man. Let me screw the audience here right now. <laughs> Look at that baby turning around and around and oh, around, AD, and around. Isn't ADD fun? Yes, it is. So I got a, um, a <laughs> Google alert. About a Tony Bruno and and talking about wine. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, what's this? 
And so I open up the article, and it's about a winery that you and I ne had never heard of. Because yeah, there's a gazillion wineries. There's so many of them. But this was um, the uh, Matthew Bruno Winery. Matthew Bruno. Releasing their Pinot, their new Pinot. And in it, the brother, Tony Bruno, was commenting. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's a Tony Bruno in the wine business? Well, I've been to... in the wine business for the last 50 years, Rob. <laughs> so I was like, oh, we have to we have to reach out. So I By the way, women out. on the stream are already wondering whether the, this can be used for a fleshlight in an emergency. Ow. Oh, imagine that baby going inside. No, thank inside. you. Look at so, that. So, and it lights up blue, too. I reach out that. to their PR department, mm -hmm. and um, turns out that not only are you a fan of wine and perhaps even these Tony Bruno, the, the, the Matthew Bruno, la, 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 la. let me try that again. The Matthew Bruno Winery, but they are fans of yours, and they remember you from the KMBR days and all that. How about that? So um, they said, please let us send you. And Tony, open up this box right here. They sent you this, and you haven't opened it yet. Wait a minute, Robin. What's in the box? Exactly. And actually, while you are opening that, um, look at this. It's Tony says, Matthew and Bruno Napa Valley. Yes. We ain't making this shit up. There it is. Look at the box. Now, Look at that box, baby. Tony and Matthew Bruno are in the knocker room, Tony Bruno. So while, oh, they you, are? Yes, while you are finishing opening that up, I'm going to bring them live, give them a chance to put their camera oh, on, et cetera. Here's a Matthew Bruno Cabernet Sauvignon. And there was a note attached. Where's the note? And it says, Tony. Oh. We hope you enjoy the Matthew Bruno Cabernet and Pinot Noir. Love listening to your show. Cheers, the other Tony Bruno. Beautiful. Now, I believe they're they're are they in the knocker room? Um, they are, and I'm hoping Let's that they're bring gonna... them in here right now because you know everybody loves a little, and we're going to open one of these babies up now. Should we open the Pinot Noir <clears throat> or should we open the Cabernet Sauvignon? I don't know. Why don't you ask the gentlemen themselves? There is Tony and Matthew Bruno. I got one question, guys. First of all, thanks for joining us. How is it just Matthew Bruno? Why isn't it Matthew and Tony Bruno? I want to know what's going on there as my background as a journalist. That's the first question. This is a family. I don't mean to start a family feud. Now, Matthew, your name is on the bottle. What's up with no Tony Bruno on the bottle? Well, uh, Tony, I think Matthew rolls off the tongue a little bit better than Tony, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. I think Tony might have an argument for that. No, it's two syllables. It's Tony, Tony, Tony Bruno. Bruno. Matthew Bruno doesn't roll off the tongue like Tony Bruno does. <laughs> Tony Bruno's more of a more of a thug name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've stopped a couple of grapes. I've stopped a couple of heads too back in the day in South Philly. <laughs> family's from from Southern Italy too. I, you know, my family's from Sicily, but you're not in Sicily. You're still in the boot, right? Yeah, we're in Bari. 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 What kind of Italians are you? Can't even say Bari. Collect, collect. Bari. Bari. <laughs> now, I see that you guys are actually going to open. I'm reading here. Uh, you're going to open a uh, uh, the winery's first ever hospitality de destination, right, in Rutherford, up in, uh, in the spring of 2023. How about that? It's an old building, yeah, right? Right in Rutherford. 24 Queen Anne Victorian. Yeah, right in Rutherford, uh, the heart of Napa Valley, and we're rehabbing a, uh, a Victorian home built in 1894. It's uh, been a five-year process, and 
And uh, if you come back out to California, you come see us. Oh, absolutely. Well, that, now, so it's a bed and breakfast too, right? It's not just a wine location, right? No, no, just a, just a wine location. Okay. Well, where am I going to sleep? Do you have any like little uh, bungalows or I can sleep out in the right, out in right the across the street, right <laughs> across the street, Tony, there's a brand new hotel. All right. Beautiful. Can you leave the light on for me now? So you're talking about next spring. <laughs> we'll uh, get, Tony, we'll give you the key. You don't, we won't leave the light on. We'll give you the key. <laughs> <laughs> so now you guys have been in the wine business for a while, right? So when did this start? And, uh, you know, obviously you got the Pinot grapes and you got the, Na and obviously Rutherford and, you know, Robin and I have been all over Napa. We've been all over Sonoma. You know, we love it out there. Not East Rutherford, New Jersey. No, nobody grows grapes there. The only thing they find there is bodies at the end zones of the football stadiums. You know what I mean? You're not growing any good grapes up in East Rutherford, New Jersey, are you? I don't think the toxic waste dumps all around Newark and uh, in that area of uh, approaching the tunnels in New York is a good wine region. East, East Rutherford killed the Jets a long time ago, so you can't grow grapes there. <laughs> <laughs> so now do you guys grow the grapes there, too, and, and, and do the whole thing? You. Do you, do you do the crush yourself? Do you pick? Yeah, so we uh, we uh, we just bought our first vineyard um, about six months ago, but we're sourcing fruit from all over Napa Valley, Oakville, Yonkville. Oh. Uh, the the Pinot you have there is from the Sonoma Coast. Um, really, really, the footprint of Napa Valley. We have seven or eight different wines. So, um, yeah, we started in '09. We went to we went to college on the Central Coast and and develop the passion for wine and and that little dude in the background who keeps popping his head in is he the muscle of the operation he's the next generation but he just got scared when you mentioned his name why winemakers aren't scared they got to be proud they got to come out they've got to they got oh, there's another one here See? how many are how many brunos are there there this is Camilla Bruno, my daughter, and Bia hey, how about this name? Biagio Bruno. Biagio. Biagio. <laughs> That's awesome. Tony, That's open that open that Pinot, Tony, and and uh, drink it tonight and send us a note on what you think. It's here. We'll open uh, it right now. Here, Tony. Sun chasing the coast. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Well, you know, we have uh, we have the Chandries up there who do uh, a great red wine. In over in Napa, they're in uh, yeah. What's that neighborhood there? I mean, they got it's a family-run business, and they got they have a, a great winemaker, Chandry Vineyard, Chandry Winery, and they and they you know they don't it's they're small batch. You guys are small batch too, right? You don't how many cases do you produce? How many bottles or cases do you put produce a year? We do about three thousand cases um, right now, so a very small uh, family-owned winery. Now you have a do you have a location now so people drive out can they come to the winery and buy there or is it all online at this moment? It's all online right now, um, but our, like I said, our, our facility will be open uh, late February March of next year. Beautiful, beautiful. Now do the kids taste? Now are they too young to have a taste? Because again, you're not trying to get your kids drunk, but you want them to appreciate. You know, you open it up and you want them to to smell it, to feel it, to to smell the tannins, to get the body. To find like out a good a, Italian exactly, family. Exactly right. Exactly. That's, you know, that's how we grew up. We grew up at our grandfather's uh, table, and he would uh, he would always mix a little bit. He didn't he didn't drink particularly great wine, but right. uh, he'd always throw a little seven up in, in there with with the wine for us and let us drink a little bit. 
That's how it should be. Now I got the court coming out now. So our grandfather is, is Tony Bruno as well. Really? See, well, even more reason. Grandfather's Tony Bruno. Your brother's yeah, Tony. So I'm named after. I'm named after my grandfather, and Matthew's named after our dad. So, but so you got grandfather Tony, and then a grandson Tony. But the son, other son Matthew, gets to gets to trump the two Tonys with his name on the bottle. What is up with that? It was his. Yeah, he's it not was his. Any. He's yeah. not the only Tony Bruno. You know how Italians are. There's about three Tonys that are cousins. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of Tonys and a lot of Matthews in our band. Right. We should we should the Tony Bruno should show along with all the cousins and the brother should start a petition to have at least one bottle named after Tony. Yeah, not, I mean not that Tony. How <laughs> about if you just make one vintage for me? You know, because it's it's funny. You know, you see Tommy Lasorda and all these. The only guys I know that were legit wine guys was Dick Vermeil. You know, he he grew up yeah. in there in the Napa Valley, and I was I was covering Dick, and I would have him on my show. When he was with the Eagles, when he when he left UCLA and became the Eagles coach in 1978, probably before you guys were born, and he would come in every week, and he was talking Napa wine back then. Steve Carlton of the Phillies in '72 had a massive wine cellar. So you go back into the '70s, yeah. you know there were good there were people, obviously, who knew their wine, but not like now. Now you can get wine anywhere. And right. There's so many, so many great, great. Uh, I was covering Dick Vermeil, but and don't forget Jimmy Cephalo. Yeah, does he have a wine too? Everybody's got a wine. Tommy Lasorda. I know Dave Roberts has a wine. Who's that? Dave Roberts has a Dave, Dave Roberts has a wine. From the from the Dodgers. Is he still a Dodger manager that they made a decision on? <laughs> now anyway. he might be walking a tight line right now. <laughs> he may be buying pop wine if the Dodgers keep joking like this, man. Wow. Hopefully his wine's better than he manages. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna pour, I'm gonna do the first pour, and I like doing this on, you know, I, this is what we always do on yes. the show. So I bring the glass up to the microphone. Yeah, so you can hear. Try not to smell yourself. Everybody quiet right now. We want to hear. We want to hear the Pinot Noir Sun Chase Vineyards in Son on the Sonoma Coast. Oh, yeah, listen to that. We can let it breathe a little. We should have decanted this, though, right? I know. Now, when you, you, you obviously. Oh, you're all right. You're all right. There's just let it open up a little bit, take a sip, and uh, from there it'll it'll develop. Now, what you are seeing in the little window, instead of my lovely face, is um, the uh, the landing page for the MatthewBruno.com website, mm -hmm. and that's their vineyards um, that are being um, the grapes are being picked. Well, God, no. That looks no, there's a video of it. Tony, oh. we're having a glass with you here, Tony. We just poured a glass. Where's your damn glass, Robin? What am I supposed to do? Like last night, you're telling me to reach. Like <laughs> I'm not the go-go gadget. I can't reach all the way across the table. I got long arms. But you know what they say about guys with long arms. All right, let me pour some for Robin now. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Using our Cape Winery, uh, Cape May Winery glasses. From my son's wedding a couple of years ago so let's enjoy it robin that's that's you know what's cool about this this is a little it's it's not it's darker than most most pinots you know because i like we love the full body zins you know the old vine zins and the cabs pinots a lot of them are, are a little too weak for me you know what i mean 
Yeah, so that's a that's a pretty concentrated vintage, um, a little higher alcohol content, but a lot of fruity fruity characteristics. It's got legs, yes. The color is awesome. Yeah. And Robin loves high alcohol content. Do you have any with like twenty percent? Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Robin. I need to. Does it have a good finish? Yeah, no, it's really good. Oh, this is nice. I like it. You know, I've had Pinots from up in uh, up in Willamette Valley, up in uh, Oregon. You know, Oregon's got some Pinot grapes up there, but obviously, you know, you go in the in the Sonoma Valley, all over California. There's so many great wines. And, you know, the thing I love about the Zins, you know, because the old vines, they came from Italy. And people don't realize that, oh, Zinfandels. Robin was, was like, oh, look, we got a bus. She was in, in Holland last week. And they're opening up a bottle of wine. And it's like, look, this is a bottle of wine from Italy here in Amsterdam. And I'm saying, what, did it, what kind of grape is it? Zinfandels. Well, guess where the Zinfandel grapes came from? They didn't just come to the United States. They went all over the world yeah, and so all over we, Europe, right? So I was just in the Netherlands, and I bought a bottle of two bottles of Zin. One was from Italy, and one was from California. Both bottles of wine were cheaper than buying them in the United States. Now, Even how does that happen, California. man? <laughs> that was just insane. <laughs> yeah, Robin wants her own blend called, Did You Know I Was Dutch Cabernet? Yes. <laughs> One of those, you know, chicks when they go, and Robin knows her wine. I mean, she's yes. she's had some, but a lot of women go in and they see the bottle. You know, and there are dudes that do this too, but it's mostly women. I don't want to sound sexist, but they go, and now you go into a wine store, and and all these companies are putting out these really cool bottles, and that's just to get. Oh, I want that wine. Look at that bottle. It's hey. like it's like women who go to a racetrack and they look at what what was that, and they look at the horse and they like I like the color of the of the of the silks on that horse. I'm going to bet that horse. That's not how you pick out wines, right? No, but a lot of people do. I mean, oh, absolutely. The label, the pretty label sells. And sometimes you find a great bottle of wine based upon what it looks like. That's nonsense, Robin. Well, I, <laughs> if I were wandering along the wine row and I saw a, a Bruno wine, I would be like, I'm buying that. Absolutely. No doubt about it. You know, John Madden was big in wines up in Livermore, and there's some wineries up there, Wente and many others. We had a buddy, Julio yeah. Tempesta, who had a restaurant down in the south of Market, and he got wines from an old Italian guy who used to come in there. He was 99 years yeah. old, and he supplied his wines, and this guy was amazing. 99-year-old guy, and he'd come in once a week. And Dressed Julia, in a three-piece suit He'd come in and with a three-piece suit, come in, old-school Italian guy. And then he would come in and have lunch every week in Julio's, and Julio used to pour his wine. It's awesome, man. I mean, this, you know, this, the Italians, let's be honest, the greatest, the greatest nationality, the greatest country, the greatest civilization in the history of the world. Without, without the Romans and the Italians, there would be no world. Am I wrong here, guys? Am I uh, hiding? Tell me the best cars, the best food, and the best wine in the world are from Italians. That's the way it goes. Now let's, we have let's everybody stand as one. <laughs> <laughs> some of the best women <laughs> only some only some no most of the best women and the best language it's a language of love and there's only three languages of love robin and one of them is not dutch no no i i i'm, I'm with you on that one right it's not the three dutch. love languages are italian french and spanish am i wrong there 
I'll go with that. You're right. Am I missing anybody else? Am I no. missing any other great languages? Love languages? The ones that just roll off the tongue smooth. They even sound, even when you use profanity in those languages, it sounds better, right? Now, Our used to say that we had two, two, uh, two types of people in the world, Italians and the people that wish they were Italians. Exactly right. <laughs> or as I would say once, as, as Robin once said to me, Remember that? Which godfather was that? One, two, three, four, five, uh, six, or seven? God, who knows? I don't know. Hey, um, Matthew and Tony, <laughs> we have people asking how they can get their hands on some of this wine. And one person in particular, John from Mayfair, is asking. Can these bottles be shipped into the fine state of Pennsylvania? Because, I think you know, they, they can now. They yeah. have those stupid laws. Do you know? We can't. We can't ship into Pennsylvania. And if you go to MatthewBruno.com, one T in Matthew, you'll see all of our uh, offerings, and we'll be glad to ship wine to anybody that's listening. Except Pennsylvania. It's funny because when I was getting wine shipped to me in California, we could get it. But then when I moved to Pennsylvania, uh, and I, I, I would have to go to my son's house in Maryland. Because he's on all wine lists, my, my older son, and he has all kinds of wine shipped to him. So you can ship it to Maryland, but you can't ship it to the Keystone State in Pennsylvania. Okay, here's, I, just, I just found something out from Ashley in our office. Um, if you go to our website and try to order from Pennsylvania, the website will not allow shipment. But if you, if you email us um, in the contact information on the website directly, we can get it shipped to you. And that's for Pennsylvania. Beautiful. Sweet. Beautiful. You put it in like a shoebox. And Ashley's been great, by the way. <laughs> Ashley's been terrific. That's how they used to do it in the old days, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. I, got, I know a guy who knows a guy who can, uh, you know, put it in the back of the truck. Yeah. And then... I mean, you know, there's so many things that come from California. Like, it's the it's the broccoli rob capital yes, of the world. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's the artichoke, like all these things. So, just you know, you just put it in like a broccoli rob or artichoke box. It's a little bit heavier, but hey, hey. When I was on the air in California on Fox in Los Angeles, I would always talk about Broccoli Rob and Andy Boy. I mean, you guys are familiar with Andy Boy, right? They produce all the Broccoli Rob, a lot of the... Oh, yeah, Andy Boy. Andy Boy. Huge, huge. Our aunt makes the best, our aunt makes the best Broccoli Robbie and olive oil and, and anchovies. I'm with, uh, with Boston, man. You gotta, Tony, you got to come out to California. We'll have a wonderful time. Oh, absolutely, man. I'll go to the French Laundry as long as Gavin Newsom's not there and I won't wear a mask. How about that? I've been to the French Laundry. <laughs> I've been up We're there. with you on that We're one. With you, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have enough people who have been inviting us for I know. I'm to their wineries. That we need to go to Northern California and we can have our own personal wine tour. Ooh, maybe exactly. we should make it like a listener thing where like if they want to come with it, you know, book a tour with Tony Bruno and do our like a personalized. Yeah, wine tour. Uh, not a there wine. What's it called? Not, we're not going to take the wine train, though, man. No, we're not going to do no. the wine train. I mean, that's a cool train in Napa. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's God's country up there, man. I got a chance. You, you, can, you can arrange a, a, a private a private wine tour with all your your friends and contacts in the Napa Valley and do an awesome wine tour with your listeners. Yeah, yeah, I've been fortunate. I've been, to, you know, I've been to, I've been to every wine. Kendall Jackson. I, I got invited to the, uh, what's the biggest state? I got to stay in his house, up in Napa. 
Uh, What's the biggest winery up there? The guy who's his statue is right there in Napa when you drive in. Yes, Robert Mondavi's winemaker used to listen to me also. And then he invited me up there and he took me for a tour and he let me stay in in the Mondavi house up on a hill with all the beautiful scenery. And I was there alone. And I'm in this house and it's dark at night. You can't see anything around you. But I got to go to Silver Oak and I got to go to, uh, you know, a lot of the great wineries and a lot of the great properties up there. And so it's just a beautiful place. And I, I miss it. I, we haven't been to, we haven't been to Northern California in years. Way like, too long. Almost like close to 10 years now. Is that mm. right? How, how is that even possible? I don't know. Definitely. Sounds like you need to plan a trip. We're gonna make it. We're gonna plan a trip. Definitely, guys. Well, I gotta tell you, thank you. This this Pinot is really, really nice. It I'm is. Sure the it's cab... opened up just a little. It didn't yep. even need really need that long. Nope. See, I mean, like usually Pinots, like Tony said, are a little bit too light for our taste, or sometimes no, they have that sort really of like nice. sour aftertaste a little bit. This has none of that. This is nice, full-bodied Pinot. This is awesome. When it when he first yeah, opened, you, it had a little bit of a. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Effervescence. <laughs> effervescence. Yeah, it disappeared in like less than a minute. There's no effervescence in no, here. No, I know, but it, like when you first opened it, I took a sip really fast, and you know, and um, but it disappeared in like a minute. It is so good. It really is, and I'm not just saying that because you're, you're you know, you're Bruno family, and we probably have relatives, and we probably have bloodlines, and you know, and the whole bit. No, I, I'll tell you, if I didn't think the wine was good, I wouldn't say it, man. It's called... Well, yeah, you you. Meg, you'll, uh, you'll love the cab, too. Megan Schultz is just joining us in our chat room there. I don't know if you guys can see it. She said, why is it called Matthew and not Tony? We already went through that. That was the first question I asked the journalist. I, I want to know why Matthew Bruno is the only name on the label. Tony, here's what we're going to do. We're coming out with an olive oil next year, and we're going to name it Tony Bruno instead of Matthew Bruno. All right, beautiful. Paul, you get the olive oil. <laughs> now, do you, have the, the do you have olive trees lining the entrance to you? Like a, all of the wineries up there have the olive trees lining the entrance to their to their great you know, place. We have, uh, we have 125 year old olive trees on our property, and uh, and uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, quaint and nice. So when you come, you can check them out. Oh, beautiful. Guys, let's put your hands together, everybody. Roaring round of applause for my brothers from another mother. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. We'll do DNA tests while we're out there. We'll have a 23andMe representative come out. I don't know out. brothers, Tony. They might be... Uh, Cousins. Sons, looking at your ages. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe... Uh... You know, you might have sold some wild oats out while you were out there in California. Well, I mean... I... <laughs> hey, hey, Tony, you know how many, you know how many times in my life... You... You know how many times in my life I've been asked if I if I'm related to you, to Tony Bruno on the radio. Really? And I used to listen to you all the time. I listened to you on uh, Sirius XM until you until you weren't there anymore. Yes. But uh, glad to find you again, buddy. Well, thank you, buddy. We know KNBR was there for 17 years. Yeah, I, I love you on KNBR. I'm you know I'm a Philly guy. I grew up here. Well, I'm in Florida now, but I just we just moved to Florida this year. So you know my mom passed away oh, for you. at the age of 96 almost 97 and you know that generation so i said to my mom i'm not going to leave as long as you're alive and then she died but robin and i have been coming down to florida looking for a place to you know to make our forever home so that's why we're here but we awesome. could try that's a good thing we're right near an international airport here in fort myers we could be half an hour away boom we're on a plane and we could go anywhere let's go love oh. to see you once again guys thank you so much for sending us the wine 
and 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 anybody else that would like to try it out it is matthew with one t bruno.com go on their website check it out uh the wines are fabulous and it's a bruno wine exactly it's got bruno on the label yeah now why <laughs> i got another question why only one team matthew you know that's how my dad spelled his name and that's how his grandpa spelled his name so it just it just trickled down from generation to generation it's good it's easier to so when you when somebody calls you matt you write it with one T or two T's. Now, what generation? Well, hold on a second. What generation came over? Because if Matthew is from a Americanized Italian version of Matthew, mm -hmm. then they probably spell it with just one T over there. That's what he just said, Rob. Matteo or something like that, right? Yeah. So our grandfather came over um, from Bari, and then it was our grandmother's father that was named Matthew, who our father is named after. And, and was he never it, made it to America. He was he stayed in Italy. Now, how do they how do they spell it or pronounce it over there? Do you know? The same one T. Matthew. Matthew. Robin. I'm just. It's oh, Matthew. No, not an Italian. <laughs> Matthew. That is Americanized way of saying it. Matteo. You see what I have to deal with an Amerigan. Amerigan. Even I. <laughs> even I know that in Italian it would not be Matthew. <laughs> It would be like <laughs> Matu, Matteo, or something like that. Matteo, Ma. Matteo. So my, my oldest son's name is Matteo. I named okay. him Matteo after my dad, just to change it up a little bit, so there wasn't another Matt or Matthew. So my son's Matteo. Yeah, we'll put your hands together. Let's let's hear it for these guys. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really an thank honor. You, thank you so much. I mean, <laughs> Be on the lookout. We're going to send you some Matthew Bruno gear, okay? Oh, beautiful, man. You know I'll wear it. We'll send Robin some stuff, too. <laughs> thank you both. Yeah, thank you both. God bless. Thank you. Gent on, everybody. Gent on. out there at the Matthew Bruno Winery in Napa, baby. That's, that's wine country. That's that nice. is where wine country... It didn't start there, but certainly when... You know, when Robert Mondavi came over from Italy, that's where he settled and that's where he opened the winery. He is the symbol of the wine country in Napa. Correct. There's that gigantic statue of, of uh, Mr. Mondavi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, low T sponsor. That's Joe Rose's sponsorship territory. You know, where's Frank Thomas when you need him? I think he's shining his head and still saying that the Phillies are going to win. But I love Big Poppy on the broadcast there. Playing up to the Philly crowd. He had his Eagles jersey on. He's doing Eagles chants. Those guys, that was fun to watch. Now, we were on the air opposite them, but I would watch the pregame show before right. we came on and then the postgame show. But those guys over Fox did a good job, and the guys at TBS, too. So we got the World Series resuming tomorrow night in game six. Zach Wheeler, Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez. No relation to Juan Valdez, who brought the great coffee beans over. Yes, from with, Colombia. with the donkey. You know wasn't what I'm saying? He the, wasn't he the guy with the donkey? I'm yes, Valdez. I think it was Juan yeah. Vandel. Juan, Juan Vandel. Vandel. Juan, Juan Valdez. Buenos dias. Tony, buenos dias. Oh, now, I, I should have said this while they were on. What? I'm just looking. I just went into their website. Decanter Magazine, which is a big wine magazine. Love Decanter Magazine. I have, a, I have the nude. I was on the centerfold. I'm going to be in the centerfold <laughs> in the December Christmas issue. 
What were you decanting, Tony? Uh, <laughs> named Matthew Bruno Wines, the one of the top 10 producers and 10 wineries to watch list. Wow. How I about know. that? We're See, once again, we're right there. We're right there at the beginning of greatness. Yeah. We don't jump on. These are the company. A lot of the things that we've done on the show became monster, monster hits. Remember, we used to have the Michael and David family listening to us. And, and, and they blew up. They, they were they were the ones who got us turned on to earthquakes in mm -hmm. you know and then the seven deadlies which they own and they the seven deadlies I don't know if it's still but at one time it was the top selling Zinfandel. red Zinfandel in the world exactly and it became so popular that they actually sold their label they sold that uh, seven deadly zins to another yeah because and, they couldn't produce enough right. it was so popular was, they that they have so many right. other vintages and and personally i don't like the seven deadlies as much as i did when they were making it unfortunately no they, but, they did but a great job the, and they still have great yeah. wines and no, michael, the, david, michael wine david i love all of their yeah. wines it's just that the seven deadlies now that it's not owned by michael and david i don't care for it but um so yeah, so here, like I'm looking at their. I haven't even gone their to their website. I'm on. Cab, I'm still on Grinder trying to see what's going their on. Their 2018 cab mm -hmm. got um, through the Jeb Dunnock um, magazine, rated 94 points. Decanter magazine, the best Rutherford 2018 wine, 94 points. Um, then their 2017 got 92 points. Beautiful. I man. mean, they're with movement. It's 92 wow. points with movement, as they say in baseball, as we get it back to the World Series. Now, Tony, we uh, let me go to another person in the... Banger, ha, knocker, banger, <laughs> Not banger slimer, room. slammer. Not banger room. Points. It's the knocker room. Tony. What's the point spread on the 2018 cab? What's the spread between the 2018 and Trevor the 2019? Trevor Harris, are you, are you familiar with points on wines? Yeah, it's like rated 94 points yeah. or 98. You can get all the way, you can get a, you can get 100, but I, I don't think I've ever seen 100 points on anything. Yeah, and you're not getting this in the champagne room. In the champagne room, they're pouring it cheap. The strapper room. In the strapper room, that's even better. By the way, look what I got today. I had to go out before the show. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. I got $40 worth of double power play and double play. I didn't know they had a power play and double play. There it is, $40, 10 plays. What do you get for $40? You get 10 double. I didn't even know. I know there was a power play where you, you know, you get you get if you get the, the you get the the number plus a couple of right. other you, numbers, you, you cash money, in. Yeah. What the, I don't know this because I haven't never done this because I just said I got $40. Give me some damn lottery tickets. Maybe that means you double everything. You got double play and power play. So like I know the Flyers haven't been good. That's why they've lost three so, in a row. Not well, power bottom. That's something else. So in other words, if you win the main prize, which is now over how many? $1.6 billion. So with double play, do you get double $1.6 billion? I have no, I don't think so. That's the <laughs> that main thing. That, no, it's it's what it's when it's when you have the the number, the 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 powerball number. And then you, the number of uh, individual other numbers that you combine, you know what I'm saying? Right. So if you have the Powerball number, and then there's a, uh, you know, you have two numbers, you may win a hundred. Because you know when you got a billion dollars in there, even like a couple of numbers in the Powerball, right? You know, you're winning a couple bucks. You know what I'm saying? John from Mayfair says he's got Powerballs. That's what baby. I heard. Now Joe Quills, of course, a man who knows all about degenerate gambling and even lottery play, says the double play is a second drawing where you can, where you can win up to. Ten million dollars. I'll take it. I'll take Shit, any I'll take, of it. I'll take a hundred grand right now. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll tell you. Let me just say this. I've said this many times over the Thanks, years. Thanks, Joe. 
If Robin and I somehow win this Powerball tomorrow night, $1.6 billion, I promise that I will finish at least the month of November before I disappear forever, never to be heard from again. You know what I'm saying? There you have it, the winning numbers, ladies and gentlemen. And you remember the last time there was that big mega win, somebody in Florida down here at a yeah. Publix got it. Yeah. It seems like Florida and Publix lottery places, people are winning shit all the time in I there, know. man. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know what happened to Brandon. Where's Brandon? He's a newbie. Brandon Andrioli? He, he was asking. Is that ha- Brian Andrioli? No, that's Brian. Is that Caden Brian? Um, He asked how to get in the knock room. He figured that out, mm-hmm. but maybe his, um, he might not have been. He might Brandon, not, didn't he, order the power play tonight on the show and the look, double play. I need, I need to learn how to speak. One, you need to make sure that you're on Google Chrome whenever you're going on no filter because it's optimized for Google Chrome. And two- And for her pleasure. Yes. And and guys, she'll like it too. And then two, you need to make sure that you have a pretty decent internet service. Exactly. Now, I didn't realize this, but so when I was in the store, the Powerball is three nights a week. Yeah. It's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I did not know that. So Mega is only two times and Powerball is Powerball three? is three times a week, yo. Wow. Monday, Wednesday. So I went in there tonight thinking it was Friday. No, it's it's Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, I think. Because it's tomorrow night's the drawing, not okay. tonight. You know what I'm saying? What does it say the drawing is here? Double play, power play. Double play. If this were the Phillies Powerball, it would be double play or strikeout. They have those two options if you watch the Phillies the last uh, couple of nights. And yes, you know, the bottom line is this, Robin. I mentioned this earlier. The Phillies, you know, they were riding high. They had to, they couldn't lose at home. The right. crowd was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Seven nothing shutout, right? And then what happens? Everything was going well. And now everything was breaking for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And as McCormick, a local guy, makes an unbelievable catch against the, against the, Cyclone Fence, one of the greatest catches in World Series history, and a local guy against a team he grew up watching, that may have put the final dagger in the Philadelphia Philly season. Now, can they win? Yes, they still can. Are they going to win two in a row? If they go into Houston and somehow win two games in a row, they will go down as one of the greatest teams in Philadelphia sports history. Not Phillies teams. Teams in Philadelphia sports history. But the is this, Robin. To quote the great Curtis Blow, they got the breaks early, and then the last couple of nights, they didn't get the breaks. They couldn't hit. They got no hit. And then last night, they got some hits, but they couldn't get the clutch hit. But as Curtis Blow once sang back in the day, Robin, this reminded me of the Phillies with, you know, they got the breaks. They didn't get the breaks. Can you crank up a little Curtis Blow for me? You got what it takes? Because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys. Not Curtis Conway. (laughs) 
Beto O'Rourke. He's about to get his ass kicked on Tuesday night. Crank it up, crank it up. That's bullshit, Robin. How dare you? Give her one of those, Tony. Give her one of those. Cutting it off right before just, just my keep big coming, drum Tony. solo. Just keep them coming. She's on a roll tonight. Keep them going, at least. And even, even, even my buddy Stephen A. Smith was listening tonight while he was complaining about only making eight million dollars a year, and he said, "What the hell was that?" that wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. It's eight million dollars a year. Twelve million, Tony. Twelve million. I thought 12, it was only eight. No, twelve million. I thought it was six. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know either. Tony, are you ready for college football this weekend? Uh, let me check. Well, obviously, Tennessee and Georgia. That's Every, a good one. Everything else is just window dressing, man. When, I, your girl, when your girl's a Florida fan, she gives you some moral support. This is what you do with that, baby. <laughs> is that a Florida Gators shirt? That is a Florida Gators jersey, yes. That is that, that's not Tebow's. No, I'll, I give me one second. Let me see the Florida jersey. Who's on there, man? Who's on there? I told her you have to get someone that's really good who won a Heisman at least. Danny Warfel. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Warfel doesn't have a Danny Warfel jersey anymore. <laughs> no, but Aaron Jordan makes those bad boys for you. But let's get it, as always, let's get it back to the Eagles since it's the happiest thing on earth right now. For us. I, I said this last night. If you were listening to our live broadcast, the simulcast Mambo Bot. Combo, yes. combo, football, baseball, World Series, NFL, Thursday night football, a supercast. I said, no, not Riley Cooper. No, not, not that guy. <laughs> I do have a Riley Cooper jersey still. Hernandez. You don't have an Aaron Hernandez jersey, do you? No, 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 no. We, I heard we, you're a slammer, though, these days. You the, there's there's going to be a documentary about those 30 for 30, those Florida Gator teams with Urban Meyer, Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow and stuff. Get ready for that, by the way. Who beat a Florida Gator? Which your boy was at that game last weekend at Florida, Georgia, by the way, which was crazy, by the way. How did Florida, Georgia line uh, play uh, play in that game? Uh, how many cocktails no. did have at the world's largest co- outdoor cocktail party? Nice amount, and we ran into Ron DeSantis. How about that? Oh, how about that? Yeah, I, was, I love the people going crazy that Ron DeSantis showed up at a Luke Bryan concert in, in Florida when Luke Bryan was doing a concert for hurricane relief victims, but nobody cared that the stoners from the Dave Matthews band showed up in, in Pennsylvania for a John Fetterman, uh, and it wasn't a charity event. It was to raise money for John Fetterman and his his lump removed after he takes the lumps and loses on Tuesday night. So nobody had a problem with Dan. You know, the good thing about Dave Matthews, because I used to go to concerts when my kids would go just yeah. to get high, because I didn't smoke dope. I would just go there and sit, sleep in the stands, 
you know, I know a couple of their songs. You get and, the contact high. Now to get the contact a free high. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I definitely know what that's, how, that how, is. How do, you, how do you criticize Ron DeSantis in his own state where he shows up at a concert which is benefiting hurricane victims, and he's the governor of the state, but John Fetterman brings in Burnouts, the Dave Matthews band, to perform for him in front of 4,000 people, and all the proceeds went to John Fetterman's lump. But that's okay. I heard Third Eye of Blind did not want to make, make the trip up to Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's great third eye blind knowledge right there, bro. As we get, are they still? They, I, they are. I last time I checked, they were they're going they go around Florida a lot. That's why. So man, so now, get ready. Are the blowfish still together? I know you know Hootie and the blowfish is no more because Darius Rucker now is killing it. You know in mm-hmm. the country world. But what happened to the blowfish, man? Did they get? Were they swept out in the hurricane? And they're good. <laughs> the blowfish. You know, you, on the side there, the fillets on the blowfish. Now Robin's going to finish the whole damn bottle of Pinot Noir. Robin, Jimmy Cephalo will be proud of you right now if you take all that wine to your face. This is not a guzzling wine, Robin. This is not a sipping wine. No, Nickelback was busy that night. They blew <laughs> the blowfish. Boy, I got <laughs> they blew out to sea. That's in the Atlantic. <laughs> you ever catch a blowfish? You ever catch I'm a not- blowfish, Robin? You catch them and then they get big. It's like the lump on John Fetterman's neck. It's gigantic. <laughs> the blowfish was popular in, fi- in Finding Nemo, anyways. Yeah, the blowfish was everybody was in there, man. They had the yeah. whole the That's whole. That's why they're called blowfish because they blow up. Is that why? I thought they were into uh, you know kinky stuff. You go underwater and you know you have those fish that suck your toes when you put your feet in the in, you know in a lot I of these those. nail salons. Yes, yes. Little fish in there, and actually they're eating the dead skin. They're eating all your dead yeah. skin, man. It's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Did not, I knew that, but I've never done it, but I'm kind of may have to do that for me sometimes. <laughs> Good buddy, Anthony Gargano, according to Brian Wagner, he fishes for bowfish. What up, Bo? What you know, up? Gargano calls everybody Bo. He called me Bo when Duncan Dad had him on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, Brian said, I bought some blow at the fish market. Does that count? <laughs> only, only if you're with was a Delaware. It was a Delaware chicken? <laughs> Not the Bonefish Grill, which is I knew many college kids would go there to work. At. I love the Bonefish Grill, man. Not Bonefish Max, which is a nice sports bar in South Florida and near Pompano Beach, by the way. Awesome, man. That's good bone knowledge and fish knowledge and all. And Mike Missinelli chimes in about uh, what's going on now with the Blowfish and Anthony Gargano. Let's check. Mike? Uh, it was, it was half a, not half a scuff. Not Google. Bo. That's, <laughs> oh, not Bo knows the great. Bo, Bo Jackson. James Bo Jackson. Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley? Not Ricky Bo Talica. Oh, Ricky Bo, Bo yo. Derek. Bo Derek. Bo Derek, I had the hots for back in middle school for some odd reason. Oh Every, my God. All the chicks. Speaking of hots, we will have a hot chicks hook up update with Miss Robin tonight. One of the this- stories <laughs> of the week. Did you hear this story? Um, I did not. We should probably just photo it right now because I'm always a single guy that's always down for crazy hot chicks anyways. Wait, are you single again? No, I, I like to say that anyways. It's funny anyways. Okay, just checking. Not Bo Schembeck, like, the great Michigan coach. No. Not, not him. Schwartz's uh, bow tie in Philadelphia, the meteorologist. Not, not the Howard Schultz. And I mentioned not bow tie pasta, not, not Bojangles chicken. 
Not Bo Diaz, the former Philly catcher who died in the offseason while putting up a satellite dish on his home down at the Dominican. You remember that story? I remember that. Look, those those big satellites were was always a fire hazard or injury hazard. Well, especially down in, you know, in the like in, in the Dominican or in Cuba and all those places. And even in the States before there were really like the small the, black, the big black ones that you see in LA all the time in like Ladera Heights. In South Philly had a gigantic dish. That you could turn around like an old antenna, but this thing was—it looked like you could, you could. It was, it was like that Hubble, Hubble telescope. Those damn things, man. I remember my neighbor had one of those. Um, our parents, he had two. He had a regular one and he had the European one, so he get all the soccer channels and stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, speaking of European, although this is not exactly European, this is Miss Argentina and Miss... Did you not hear this story, man? Oh, wait, I did hear this story. I, I, love wins on that one. Love wins, by the way. <laughs> the pageant winners, Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico, are now married. Yes. The couple, Mariana Varela oh. and Fabiola oh. Valentin, I... kept their relationship a secret since meeting at the Miss Grand International 2020, but they are now 
a couple. And ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen the pictures? Where do you see the wedding videos? I, I want to see the honeymoon videos. I don't want to see the Give wedding videos. Give me the honeymoon videos, Tony. Holy smokes. <laughs> they did not get married at a Broward Court or a Dade County Court. I'll say that for sure. And they didn't get married at the chapel in Vegas where Elvis goes. But we have tape of their honeymoon. Luckily, you know, this show goes to, to no depths. Six to no depths to get the bait. We have actual video of their honeymoon. Let's go. To Our the action team went there very quickly. I brought the candy. Now in my, in my, now in my. Now in this case, wouldn't it be I, mommy? Yeah, but they'd say that with a great. You know, you get confused. They probably were. You know, they probably go both ways. I'm sure there weren't stone cold lesbians. They probably were bi. You know, most or, or they're lipstick lesbians. They want to look feminine, anyways. Exactly, and these chicks are definitely, if they're lesbians, they're lipstick lipstick lip or lipstick levy lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> lipstick lesbians. I'm not sure if that even works. Is someone who went to college at a liberal arts college and he had a lesbian presentation and knew someone who did a presentation about what type of lesbians they are? You learn a lot during those presentations. Thank you, Mia Anderson. So they, that is a, you know what I said when I first saw the picture of them making out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> oh, man. man, oh man. What can I get for five dollars? Yeah. I did that the other day to somebody. No, it was, no, it was John, it was it was a politician that was pimping for money. You know, send ten dollars and I'll be able to win this election if you keep sending me more money so I can. Is that Val Demings? She's no. asking for money like crazy. I get, I get like all these oh, politicians. My favorite one came today, though. They're all spending, they're all spending gazillions of dollars to send out mailers every day. Look, you got uh, well, Ron DeSantis. I mean, I, I already, you know, Ron DeSantis is locked in. <laughs> that, that he's gonna wipe the floor, by the way, for the like, state of Florida. Like Ron DeSantis lifted people up, and then on the other side, while it says. When blue states locked people down. <laughs> where's, where's the I did not get those. I don't. I didn't get that in Broward. Where's the college kid? I got it. Here it is. That this was is... my favorite one, the college kid. <laughs> was it an FSU kid or a Miami kid? That's a better question. I may have torn it in half. It was so bullshitty. <laughs> it was probably a UCF kid, probably, Tony. This one was um, also a Ronda Sanders, but it was so funny. Where the hell is it, Robin? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Give you things and they disappear. No, I, That's I, how it I, works. I throw all these away. This is a waste of money. Ron DeSantis <laughs> doesn't need to come in Lee County and, and spend all his money to, to get people to vote. Everybody in this county will vote for Ron DeSantis. Broward's going to vote red, no problem. Dade County, which is the bluest of blue counties of all time, and maybe and Monroe County's already a red county already. So oh, Dade I County can't... may go red and they may, call, they may call stopping the fight. Ron DeSantis is your next governor. <laughs> Listen, I want. Oh, there it is. I put it to the side. Here it is. I'm going to show you this, and tell me who 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 is this ad for? This is the most clever one. Now that light's too bright, though, Robin. I'm going to have oh to my show. god! Can you see what it says? Is it dude with like a? Oh my a, god! No, 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 Charlie, Chris, get out of here, please. Uh, what is he? What's the guy saying in the picture? Though it's a guy with. Thank- Thank you, Joe Biden and Charlie Chris, for making Floridians pay off my student debt. Jesus Christ. That's probably okay. hey, wait, hold it right there. Not so fast, my friends. But look at look at the And then at, you turn it around and you're thinking, Oh, this is a Charlie Chris Joe Biden thank you ad, you know, for uh 
for Val Demings and uh, Charlie Crist and then that Carla Marx. They yeah. turn around and boom. Look what it says. <laughs> Biting Christ. Chris, student loan debt. Jesus Christ. Charlie Christ. Oh, my Lord. He's such a slime ball. I've been saying that all the time that everyone's believing me on that. Dictionary of slime ball politician. Right. This guy's run for every party except, <laughs> except you know, the uh, the disco party. You know what I mean? My favorite, though, is is the this is a real, real guy. I don't think it's been doctored at all. This is. No, that's not a guy. That's not doctored. That's no, not a kid. That is a kid. That is a graduate with makeup on. It's definitely UF grad, unfortunately. Until yeah, where do you think he's from? I see the blue. I, I think it's a UF, or maybe it's either UCF. One of those two. But by the way, there's nothing worse than Connecticut politics, especially Dick Blumenthal, anyways. <laughs> no, no, oh, come on, Brian. Someone should send out mailers of Andrew Gillum lying, laying on the floor back. You know, he almost beat Ron DeSantis. And if yeah. scandal where he said he was at a wedding and he went to a hotel because he wasn't feeling well, and then suddenly somehow they got pictures, because somebody in that room took pictures of all those dudes doing each other, coke, and just, and so that destroyed the guy. Is that Hillsborough oh, yeah. Community College? Because- <laughs> <laughs> HCC, baby! There's another school down here, Florida Southwest University here in Cape Coral, right next to Fort Myers. I've never really? Even- yeah. I've never even heard of that school. They got a big campus, Florida too. dodged a serious bullet. Absolutely. With- I mean, he was he was um, he was going to win. I mean, he was a lock. Yeah. Everybody was all he over was him. touting himself as the family man, the perfect husband, him and his wife. And there are either one or two little girls. And in all the pictures, they look just that so should happen. every once in a while. You need to hook up with a couple of, uh, you know, male strippers <laughs> in a, in a sleep bag, flea bag hotel room, you know, and do each other on the floor and then have be pictured out cold. With her, got to be at least they lo- at least they left the light on for that, anyways. You know what they were with saying barf, in that room? Barf all over the face. Oh over man, I mean, oh, it was, god, it was yeah, awful. Yeah, it was awful. Where the white women at? They weren't there that <laughs> they night. Dudes, it was. They got out of there so quickly. They was like, "I'm out." It was bro's night out. Well, bro. I believe that the gentleman <laughs> that he was there were several gentlemen that were in the room that they that that was trashed. And one of the guys he had an ongoing relationship with, which isn't that's nothing, the best part of politics, man. There's nothing yeah. wrong. It's, and I, it's and political I, scandals, a dirty tricks. Well, here's my point there's yeah. nothing wrong with the fact if he's gay, right? There's just absolutely nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong but, with a, a room no. without hose, but the problem Rose, is, hose, no hose. That's if right. You, <laughs> you are trying to hide it. You immediately put yourself in a compromising position. It means that you can then be manipulated to do almost anything because you're trying to keep a secret. So your sexuality should not be a secret. And that's the problem that a lot of these people have. It's the same thing. And I'm not saying it is, but it certainly doesn't look good for um, Paul Pelosi. This whole oh, he's a dumb shit already. No, I mean the guy got hit with a hammer. And, That's and not a fake. He's eighty-two, and I mean, I will, I will say that there's a possibility. Maybe he has dementia. Maybe there's other stuff going on that we don't know. But when, if you have half a brain and you can kind of look, you at- you could be president. What are you talking about? How can stop people now? You, you could can, be a senator from. You could get Obama to run for you again for re-election. Right, well, man. When you look at all the facts. 
and you're like, wait a minute, something doesn't quite up, add up. Like um, the fact that he he called 911 from the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, every day the story changes. He today he could have locked himself in the bathroom if he was so scared. When he and the the the, the um, body cam audio was released, and it actually you can hear the police officers coming to the door. Paul Pelosi is the one that answers the the door with the other guy nowhere in sight. And then he they ask him, hey, is everything okay? And he's like, listen, yeah, everything's now, fine. And then he walks back towards the person who supposedly is holding And then holding the guy gets the hammer, and the cops don't blow this guy's brains out? Nothing if you're a cop and you're no. walking in, whether it's Paul Pelosi or Joe Schmo, and there's a guy with a hammer in there, you know, and the, and the guy at the door, whether he's afraid or not, Says, oh, you know, everything's all right. I'm going yep, in. Blast that door off, anyways. Oh, None of this makes sense. And the fact that no. And listen, you know, I know the Pelosi. Right. Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi, you know, Paul they used to huge, listen to me. They were friends. I've taken pictures with them. You know, I don't have, a, I, it's not a personal thing for me. No. I don't want to see anybody hit with a hammer. But when you start, when you, when you don't release, and you're telling me that all the security cameras up there suddenly didn't all work. of a sudden what was it was Epstein's like jail guards there uh, falling asleep between <laughs> 2 30 and 3 in the morning? None of this shit, Matt, Matt, you know, just tell me the truth, be transparent, and I'll believe it. And here's the get some facts. That's all is a Jim Calhoun would say. Get some facts. Great Jim, just a great Jim Calhoun once said. I don't have it in my show. I gotta find it. Well, this get is... some facts and come back and see me. This goes exactly to me. It looks like they are trying to keep. What they what in the olden days would be called a dirty little secret. The fact that he is either bisexual or gay, he's been having these affairs. They already have released the fact that it was a man in the car with him when he got in the car accident, and they were trying to hide and hush hush that up. So something is going on. Just come clean. Just be exactly. open they about won't. it. They, they they're saying they're not going to release the because police it's not a dirty body secret. cam video or the mm-hmm. security video that it wasn't being monitored. If it's not being monitored, this, this is the this is 2000 and what year is it? 2022. 22. <laughs> There's a fat guy sitting with a beer in another room watching monitors at Paul Pelosi's house, and it's not being recorded. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry has a ring phone, and anybody has guys who make ten grand yes. a year. Got homeless guys have ring cameras on their tents so they can yep. see coming in, but they don't have a ring camera that records None everything that's going. Bullshit. On. 50,000 cameras in the neighborhood and nobody saw anything? None of this makes sense. It's ridiculous, man. Just tell us, you know, you don't even have to tell us the truth. Just make up a story that makes more sense. That's all. Just think that how how much grift Nancy has had to produce to hide this story over the years. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you're powerful. I know, but she... Both parties do it. But my point Mm -hmm. is... Because of the fact that they're hiding this, which I honestly think, I mean, this is only my speculation, but I'm reading the signs and I'm, I have major gaydar going on. Show us, show us the signs, Ms. Robbins, of one picture or two. That's the best change. Robin, and, give me a little ace of base. And so there. to me, this has put the Pelosi family in a really compromising position. No, it hasn't because they don't have to say anything. She's ignored it. Thank God he got out of the hospital. This is a guy who was in ICU. And today, God bless him, he's, he's out 82. He got hit with a hammer, had all kinds of injuries. And thank God he's out, and he went back home today. So if this guy's, like, compromised, I'm 70, and I spent a week in a hospital where they suspected I mean, a heart not, attack. You're not understanding mm-hmm. what's 
I'm meaning compromise as in this is probably compromised Nancy over the years and she's had to pay people off. Of she's course. had to give 100 percent politician you know, isn't greasing the police but, department but or the DA's office. Should not be putting themselves in that situation. This should not be a big deal. She should just be able to allow her husband to be who he is. That's and not, not the part, that's not the question here, Robin, whether he was having a sexual affair. That's not the question. The question is, she brought the Capitol Police to San Francisco to protect their home. The Capitol yep. Police is supposed to be in D.C. She made sure the Capitol Police came out there with armored cars to protect her, which she should get because she's a Speaker of the House. And then all of a sudden, there's no police to be found. What is this, Philadelphia? Well, and- <laughs> Wait a minute. We got, we got to talk, we talk it up. Is it ladies' night at Hurricanes in Delray? Later. I don't want to talk about politics. Thank God. And I mean this with, with every fiber of my being. Thank God this damn election will be over in a couple of days. Oh, the God. bad news is, though, we won't know the results until next weekend at this time. Or next year, the way it's going. It's unbelievable how you can have 50 days of early voting and that somehow it's still voter suppression. Hey, Tony, we have somebody in the knocker room who is in the Bay Area. Perhaps he has some insider information. I believe he has partied in that area up yes. there in San. You know where that I neighborhood think he knows that is, the right? Pelosi's. You know what neighborhood that is, right? Uh good uh, friend Julio Tempesta's wife lives up in that area. In that same oh, neighborhood. She? No, no, she's not anymore because well, she's no, no, she moved away. Let's go to a man who's been to all the joints. He's been to all the parties. He knows all the inside secrets. He knows where every security camera, not the Castro district, no. Did the uh, Ace of Base last perform at Uncle Jesse's Smash Club? Is that true? Let's go to a man out there, Vasu Validity Park. What's going on, Vasu? <laughs> Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, how are you both? Did you miss the Bruno wine segment, man? I, you know, it's early here, so it's, I, I probably did, yeah. Oh, man, I hate to do it to you. There's a, wine, there's a winery at Napa. You know, that's called in Napa? Matthew Bruno Winery and his brother's Tony Bruno. It's a family winery, man. Oh, like this winery yeah. on Friday nights, man. Well, next time I get up to Napa on Friday, I'll, uh, I'll, that's like a two-hour drive from here on traffic. They don't have they know, don't, they sell it online right now, but next spring they're opening a place up there in uh, – in what was the what's the area up there where the winery is going to be? Napa. Uh, no, Sonoma, it's, Napa. No, it's Napa, but it's going to be in the Rutherford district. Oh, the Rutherford, uh, not Jim Rutherford, the, the former goaltender. <laughs> Matthew Bruno Winery in the Rutherford. In the Rutherford hey, in spring. Basu, uh, yes, we um, have not actually spoken to you face to face since you were mugged. You were mugged somewhat severely. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. In, in the Bay Area, this was in San Jose? Uh, right. Yeah, I'm down by the in University of San Jose, California, yeah. where the Sharks used to have an NHL team yeah. uh, up recently. 
were the Sharks and the Shark Tank were the hot ticket back in the day when the Giants sucked and the, and the Warriors sucked and all that other stuff. They were a Stanley Cup team the year you guys came out for the Super Bowl. I know, but, you know, they won all those, Stanley, all those President's Cups, and then they faded faster than President Biden in the last two years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, well, I don't know if I look any better from uh, the we sent you uh, a text message hoping that you were okay and pr saying prayers for you. I got but, it. But, so but, you got jumped in San Jose. Now, was it like 3 in the morning? You were going to a Wawa, which they don't have yet in California? No. So, so you're not, so not going to believe this. I mean, I've known downtown San Jose. You both know I went to San Jose State. So it's right and I love San Jose. Robert's been there many times. Yeah. He's partying. Correct. Yeah, and I got a funny story for Robin about this, too. It's, it's pretty funny. But as far as that goes, that was March 1st. I'll never forget the date. I was walking out of the Fairmont, and uh, oh, we know that well. Yeah, I was walking out of the Fairmont, right where we were downtown when you were in town, and somewhere between First and Second Street at seven thirty in the evening, not seven even eleven o'clock in the evening. Wow, seven thirty in the evening. I was on my phone. I must have gotten out of the Fairmont, had a couple of pops, wasn't paying attention. From behind, I got whacked. Next thing I know, my shirt's all bloody, and you saw my face. And the only reason I did that was because I was trying to tell everybody, as I was telling you guys when that happened, was uh, you got to watch out for your surroundings anywhere nowadays, not just in San Jose, California. You got to, you got to, you got to lock and load, man. You got to pack. I know you, you got, said that to me too. I, I, I'm, I'm afraid a, I'll shoot myself. I'm though. always carrying, man. <laughs> I'm always carrying. You won't shoot your foot off, and you won't shoot your eye out. I'm afraid you I'll shoot other range, Get yourself a nice little gun. And then go to a range. And luckily here in Florida, there's like a range every block. You know, sort of like there's a Starbucks every block in most cities. Yeah. There's like ranges everywhere you go. Yeah, actually right at the corner, there's our local uh, gun shop. Yeah, you can Literally buy gun. down at the corner. There's more gun stores and ranges than there are uh, Starbucks, which I think is more important. Because who the hell really needs to overpay for Starbucks burnt exactly. coffee? You know what no, I'm saying? And drink coffee, so I don't even know. At the at the corner shop here, the gun is store. They, the gun store is that they sell silencers. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. yes, indeed. We took a picture of it, right? They got everything, man. Whatever so you that whatever you want, man. You go in there and you get it. Guns, baby. Lots, as as John Wick said. Yeah. The trailer's out for John Wick Four. Oh, it looks so coming good. next March, and I believe there will be lots of bullets and lots of dead bodies in that one. As we start to ease away from violence, remember after the, uh, the incident with with what's his face, uh, the Baldwin brothers, Alec Baldwin on the set yeah. of the, oh, we're gonna everybody even even the Rock, we're we're not gonna shoot guns anymore. We we shouldn't be shooting even you know fake guns in the movies anymore. Have you noticed how how long that lasted? That lasted like two weeks. That lasted you know, like about five days until he got TV, on the Every movie, if you don't have guns and bazookas and everything blowing up all over the place. You can't make a movie without violence. No doubt about it. So when you guys were out here for the Super Bowl, I'll tell you the exact location. It's about probably about 500 feet from the Comedy Store where you guys did your show during Super Bowl week, right around, right there on between First and Second Street. So that's where it happened. I saw one of your comments. No, it wasn't the Castro District. It was in downtown San Jose. So I just wow. uh, yeah, the San Castro District and the meat packing. Well, that Castro and uh, and what is what's the other one? The meat packing's in New York. Yeah. There's meat packing districts in every city, but you know that's yeah, yeah. not that area when you go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are, there are. But uh, no, I appreciate the comments. I appreciate the notes you guys sent to me. That was very nice. Very appreciative. I was down for a little you bit. Find the curb? There were surveillance cameras, or did the guy get away? Fuck no. This is San Jose. The police have been. They took a note. They gave me a card. I got a card with a little blood on it from the, what he gave me. 
and I tried to call a few weeks later to see if they had anything happen, and and nothing's happened. So I'm like, so other than as long as I know, and I other than like a gash on your head, what else? Couple couple scratches, uh, sore neck from getting hit from behind. But now you didn't feel the guy coming up on you. It was uh, you were just walking, and you didn't even realize, and the guy just came up. On a bike, he was on a bicycle. He only took my wallet. I had my phone. I had my a dryer. I had my iPad. He only took my wallet. My eleven dollars. And it was one dude that did this. Uh, as far as I know, because I saw, I didn't see it from behind. I didn't see it from behind coming, but I saw the one dude that was that was beating the crap out of me. And I tried to, I tried to leg scissor him, but I, but I was so woozy at the time because I was already getting pummeled on by that point. Wow, uh, Robin and I have been right there in, in downtown San Jose, San Pedro Square. There, it's a great yeah, block. Bars, it's a great area. Is the well, glass everything's done, Tony? Everything's done, Tony, because uh, everything's done because the companies haven't come back after the pandemic. There's no video cameras. If you go away from San Pedro Square back toward where we were by the pizza place and by the comedy wow. shop, Second, Third, and Fourth Street, unless school's in session or when we we're in the pandemic and they were still taking online class, there's nobody around there, and those businesses haven't come back. There was a gym. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's open season for criminals. You're down. walking down the street. You said it's 730. Yeah. You know, obviously, you're out after midnight. Anywhere, you're going to yeah. be in trouble. Yeah. Downtown, downtown San Jose was struggling anyway. Yes. It was, it was, but it was finally starting to like get better again after a really <coughs> long, mm-hmm. long time struggling. Because the sprawl from, San, the pandemic the, just the sprawl from San Francisco was all the way down because people you know, couldn't afford to live in San Francisco. So San, San, San Jose, hot, and it still is a hot real estate market, right? Yeah, people can't, uh, people can't afford to live up and down the peninsula anymore. So it's just a matter of where, how far they're commuting to work and back like they used to, like from Los Banos on the other side to Modesto or Tracy on that side as well too. But uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I finally got my, finally got my act together, recovered, started my, uh, right. started well, my that, yeah. back up again a few weeks ago. To AJ Lopez in the in the chat room says, Vasu's last name would be a puzzle on Wheel of Fortune. I could not solve. No one could solve. <laughs> Nobody could solve it. I don't. I think my. I don't think my mom could still solve the puzzle of Vasu Vada Party. Vada now our party. buddy Shaw Benfields, uh, who's down in that area, he says he used to work at Pacific Fish, which is right there in that great area in San Jose. Now is the uh, ice house is the ice house still there where we did the Super Bowl party with all the naked glass house. The glass house. That's not the ice. The glass house. Is that still right, there? Tony, the cat. The check cash, so you can call it whatever you want now. Uh, the glass house. <laughs> no, it's that still there. Party. That was, was a party. right on Market Street. We had Playboy models. We had half naked chicks. We were watching the Super Bowl. That was a lot of fun. Drinking large quantities of alcohol. Yeah, this was this was when uh, vodka, right? Who was a vodka company? That was yeah, there? Damon Bruce was still uh, still into debauchery. Now he's like he's a married dad. with like six kids, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's I'm all uh, he's all got family. All of us. I, Robin and I are about the same age. I joke about this with my friends all the time. It's like uh, it's like I'm seeing stuff on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, look at our first grandchild. I'm going like, I haven't been married, don't have kids. I'm going like, people have grandchilds, grandchildren now. It's amazing. Now that picture behind you is one of was that one of the works of art where those uh, climate activists came in and glued themselves to your wall? Now what is this that? One right here? That one right there with the ducks. I, I, I don't know. This is an Indian. This is an Indian. Uh, three gods that look over me every once in a while when I'm making wagers. Um, when you, now, did you celebrate Diwali the, the other day? Diwali, yeah. It's the w, oh. W's or V's in India. I know that. I'm trying to be hip. I want to sound like the vice president. 
when she was talking about the Mexicans and, uh, you know, the tacos <laughs> and Cecil Quaid way, Quad way, and all the other stuff. Diwali. So, yeah, right. so oh, that, wasn't really, that wasn't really a well-known holiday over the last, obviously in the Indian American community it was, but it's yeah. getting a lot more love yeah. now that you know, we're recognizing other diverse cultures. And by the way, uh, Indian, Indians have been coming to this country for thousands of years. Yeah, all the uh, city halls. My mom worked for the city for 30 years, so all the city halls had done something as well, too. My mom was part of the San Jose City Hall celebrations for about 10 years they would ask her to come down and be part of it so that was, that was Bodegas down there in san jose Bodegas. you have to say bogadas bogadas any, any bogadas any shawarma on the street you have any uh, good india have lots of curry you got to have curry now when you have when you have the Bali, you have to like throw curry at it. you know like the italians do the tomato thing when no, they throw <laughs> You throw curry in the street, not Steph Curry. You don't want to throw him, man. You, he goes but, down there. The, the war but is in, in India, they do have. Not in this area, you definitely don't want to throw Steph Curry right in the area. In India, they do have a throwing uh, ceremony, though, where they throw like right. powder, it's right? Rice. No, what's it's the color rice. powder that they throw? Uh, um, there's like a big color festival, and they throw color. Like, oh, yeah. It's. Uh... God, I didn't think I'd talk about this. Come on, man! That's bad Indian knowledge right there. <laughs> Robin knows more about India. I know it. I used to. I used to have the what? Punjabi DJ send me his discs. Come on, I'm a big Punjabi guy, man. Not Punjabi. Well, that's a different well, thing. I'm but not Punjabi either. So that, I'm not Punjabi either. So that doesn't help me either. Come um, on, man! You don't have to be Punjabi to, to love the Punjabi music, man. It says. No, it, absolutely not. It says the Holly, so it's H O L I. Holly. Oh yeah, the yeah 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 yeah. Colors in India. So what people do on what people do on the sidewalks? What people do on the sidewalks is they they have designs up. If you ever see, uh, let's see, I went to an Indian wedding. So if you ever see the uh, holly like on the on the arms and stuff, where they design the women all have the design. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they do the same type of principle on the uh, on the entryways in the houses. So when people come up. It's entering into a sanctum type of thing during the ceremony. So that I, that's I love that these is. Indian chicks. Armeet Dillon is one of my favorite Indian women. <laughs> She's awesome, man. <laughs> Out there in the Bay Area follows me on Twitter. I love her, man. So the Holly Festival of Colors in India is a celebration of the victory of good over evil, the destruction of the demoness Halika. Oh, you mean what's gonna happen on, on Tuesday in the election, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it would be really funny if it actually coincided, but it is. The Festival of Lights? I thought that was Hanukkah. The, this is the <laughs> Festival of Colors. It's celebrated every year on the day of oh, yeah, the moon in the Hindu month of Palguna, which is early March. Early that, March. Right? Okay, that I knew. Surprisingly, shockingly, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to misquote uh, one of our great leaders with his Indian knowledge when he said, you know, you can't go into a 7-Eleven unless you have a slight Indian accent. Not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> Who said that? Joe Biden said that, remember, oh, years ago? That's, that's actually when he was still lucid. You, know, you can't go into a 7-Eleven or, or Dunkin' Donuts, you know, without, the, without hearing a slight Indian accent. Not a joke. Not a joke. They're only no, owned are. by Indians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 first time ever, I'm speechless. If you put together all the things that Biden has said over the years, 
it blows people's minds away. Oh, hey, when they you read. got 81 million votes, so you shut your mouth, Robin. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. You're 81, a, 81, 81 million legitimate. You're one of those mega MAGA terrorists who are just a danger to democracy. No, I am just a measly cockarocha. Exactly right. She's one of those white suburban housewives yes, who, are, who Sunny, are, are, are roaches looking for raid. According to I'm just Sunny. a squirrel looking for a nut myself, you know? Trying to get a nut. Remember that song? Hey, Bantu, it is so good to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, you too, guys. And I'm glad you found us again. Yeah, hey, you know what I was going to tell you real quick before you let me go here is that so I'm seeing this girl for a few months. She lives in Los Gatos in the mountains up there above Lexington, Lexington uh, Creek over there. And uh, her, her mom's been there for like 25 years and all that, the land that they had, the horses, etc. And all of a sudden, something comes in the mail for her stepdad passed away, which sad three weeks ago. But... Uh, uh, inviting people from the Loop and Lodge to come down because everybody knows everybody up there. And I'm going like, isn't that the isn't that the community that you mentioned a few years back, Robin? The Loop and Lodge, the uh, bare-chested, naked community, the oh. nudist farm, the nudist colony. Isn't that the Loop? No, and they're, they're down. In, they're they're over there in Berkeley, and they're living in trucks, and they have BLM flags. No, and... no, there's the, there's the nudist colony up in the hills in Los Gatos. By the way, AJ yeah, Lopez. Naturist resort. Yes, I'm walking. Yes. I'm not going to knock nudists. I walk around naked whenever I can, man. But I'm naked and unafraid, unlike naked and afraid. I think huh? this the lodge. This is the resort that my yes. mother took me to. Really, your mom? Yeah. Was a, that's right. That's what you said. I, I remember you said that. My mom took me to a nudist resort when I was like, I don't know, 11, 12. Was Joe Biden there to sniff your hair? <laughs> I remember the people. And I remember, there is a, I, I remember that I didn't, I had, uh, swimming was fine, everything else was fine, but um, watching adult men play vo uh, volleyball was very awkward. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of flying foreign objects in the air, man. Ooh. Well, for you, Tony, hopefully, hopefully on Tuesday, hopefully all the, all the things that, uh, that go election-wise, hopefully there's a lot of holly thrown around to the bad people. And all, the, uh, and all the and all the good stuff thrown at the good people, <laughs> and we just and we just move on from uh, from election day. I agree. But, I'm tired. Uh, it's no longer election. We got to stop calling it I'm, election day. We're going we're to call it election season because it's longer than the NFL season now. God. You know, it's just it, and as soon as the day, as soon as this election is over, they'll start the campaign for president in two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Robin went back for the nude beaches, and and AJ Lopez. One last thing he said. Your stage name is Bada Wana Party. Well, you know, that's what we used to joke around with yes. Basu. Because he was a party animal guy himself, you know? Always. He was always up for, and, and he was Vasu Va, Vada Party. By the way, I have breaking Vada news Vada right Wana now. Party. I have news breaking news, right breaking now, news. yes. News. I just got this message, and it sounds very close and personal, but I will share it to you, the Tony Bruno Into the Night No Filter Network listeners. Tony, it's Nikki Haley. I'm going to be doing a rally with Dr. Oz on Monday. Can you join us, Tony? Hell no. That is like, I, I, I kid you not. It should be illegal. Politicians, I don't give a crap who you're voting for. They should, it should be illegal for them to contact you through text messages. Exactly. Now, if you because want to send a hot chick to knock on my door... I can give her the once over, pretend if, if she's really well, hot and she wants to come in, 
I'll invite her in, and we'll just, uh, you know, we'll see what, what develops. I mean, here's the thing. I don't care if they want to waste their freaking money on sending us flyers. It's just They're not end. wasting their money. I, well, They're true. wasting everybody's yes. money. But it's not coming out of your immediate check. When they send you text messages and stuff, unless you have unlimited text, which most people do. I mean, let's get real. But it's so freaking annoying because, they, I mean, you, you and I must each get like 20 a day. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I went on, when we were in Philly before the last election, we were getting mail-in ballots sent to our house, yeah. ballot applications, which we never requested. I actually collected them. I had 13 mail-in ballot applications. Now, they weren't the ballots, but they were sent, they were sent to my, my address with different names. I guarantee you if I had filled them out and wanted to be a, a fraud— I could have filled them out, and I guarantee totally. you, they would have sent me ballots back, and I could have stuffed them in one of those boxes where people were, were, were putting them in at 2 o'clock in the morning. 100%, Tony Bruno. Exactly right. 100%. Yeah, they're still counting the mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania from 2020. And you know they're still what? finding them all over the place. You know why we are not getting as many phone calls, Tony Bruno? What? Because we don't have a house phone. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's a good. That's but I'm getting text now. Yeah, they find text. it. They Man, now here's ladies and gentlemen. Now, is there going to be an into the nightcap tonight? I have not I seen don't... any promotion. Oh my God, who is that person without a beard? He shaved his yeah. beard off, man. Ah, what happened? John, I don't recognize you, man. You're going all naked and afraid, man. What happened? I sort of beard for uh, November, no shave, so. Oh, you're doing no shave, no. But you got—you already had the beard. Why do you shave it off and then start over again, man? Well, I don't. Well, I don't wear a beard. I wear a goatee. So right. Okay. Well, I do too. I like I everything. I like everything even. You know what I mean? So do I, man. Yeah, I hear you. Is that your midterm beard you shaved? Is that your shaving before the election? Yeah, people blasted, blasted me and said it was. I shaved off my my fucking playoff beard. So I don't, you I don't did, know. So did you? So are you taking? Did you shave it off before? The Phillies uh, were, were no hit that day. When did you shave the beard for the goatee? On the first. On the first. Oh. So the first was Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. you're the next. So I'm going to add you to Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, well, I don't know. Not, not my name and hers are the same fucking. No. Bruce hey, you're the one that did it. And you you're shave off your goddamn it. beard. Now we know why the Phillies shit the bed the other night, man. Wait, Jill Biden finally shaved her fucking beard? That's a great thing. That Dr. Jill did, yeah. <laughs> She does. She still has the full bush though, because she knows Joe's into the '80s bush. He likes no, to sniff no, no, that no, thing no. down there. Joe's yes. into no bush like a child. He likes it. Yeah, he likes it like a baby, smooth like a baby. I love the doctor thing. That that's great. I love when people call themselves doctors. Doctor. Now Joe Quillen says he got 13 propositions in China Chinatown on Erection Day. Oh. 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 <laughs> So, Tony, what's going on, buddy? You heard it. We got the Bruno line. I saw you on the on the chat stream talking about you know ordering product. Yeah, it's cool. No, you know that's good. I mean, it's not my wine, but you know it's my people. I wish it was, dude. Fuck, I get some free samples. I need a company to put my label on a wine because that's what all these guys do. Other than there are a couple of legit wine makers who are athletes or celebrities. You know, like Dick Vermeil, I told you, he had his own winery, and the guy was into wine his whole life because he grew up in the Napa Valley area. But, you know, all these other celebrities, like 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 Snoop Dogg. I love Snoop. He's got his name on anybody that comes up with him. Here, I got some urine in a bottle, and I think that's going to be hot right now. Boom. 
Snoop, you go into a liquor store. He's promoting vodka. He's promoting beer. He's promoting tequila. He'll promote shit in a can. And people will buy it, man. And, and, and listen, because he's oh, very popular, he, man. He now has a cereal apparently called Snoop Loops. Does he really? Death Row Wine. He's on 13 Crime. Yeah. Do you know the bottles of 13 Crime Wine? But he's not cheap the only wine. one. Like, no, I know that. Yeah. Martha Stewart. You know, because they hit that people that don't know anything about wine are like, oh, look, there's Snoop on a bottle of wine. 13 yeah. Crimes, man. Wow. wow. One of my friends actually, he's a really big fan of his for some reason. I love Snoop. He said he he said this thing into one of his websites. He has his voice as his GPS voice in his car. Oh yeah, no, I mean Snoop. A lot of yeah, celebrities yeah. are doing it. Shaq yeah. has his voice. You know, if you want to do, you want to get rid of the Alexa. Yeah. There's all kinds of alternate voices you could do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people, well, like, want to, I don't blame I don't blame anybody who who or it's getting phone calls to put their name on products. I'd like to get a couple of those too. My name used to be on products. So 13 Crimes is not the rapper's. Is that a rapper's rap sheet? Is that what 13 Crimes are? I don't know. You have my picture with Snoop Robin back in the day? The one I got to say this about Snoop. All these rappers come and go, and there's still a lot of them around, old school guys, and they're legends. Snoop is as relevant today, maybe even more so, than he was at the beginning, like 25 years ago, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good phone. More commercials, Snoop or Shaq? 610-632. Buy Snoop Loops, biatch. It's funny, like, riding this dude's car and, like, we're going down the road. He's like, turn around, motherfucker. It's it's actually pretty funny. I I would totally do that. I would want that. I'll get you the ad for it, or the ad for it. Now, here, here I am with Snoop. This is in 20... This is 2001, I believe. 2001. You look at Jack and you look at me standing right next to each other. He looks great. looks the same. I look great then because I was working out. I had a trainer. I was getting a tan. I was banging everything that moved. I mean, you know, that was that. That was me. That was just before that, you met me. That was me. And that was my prime. That that was when I was right there. You know, they talk about athletes. He's going right into his, uh, right into. You say 2001? That's yeah. not right. How can it not be right? I started in L.A. in 2000. I started on the Best Damn Sports Show in 2001. That was on the Best Damn Sports Show. So that's when you were bagging everything that moved? I was starting to bag. I was just starting to dabble. I was starting Uh, to dabble. Too bad you met Robin in 1999. No, I met Robin in 2009 or 8. 2008. We're coming up on how many years is that now? 15. So when the Phillies won the World Series, that's when Robin and I met, right before the Phillies won the World Series. So she was a good luck charm. But back when I was on the best damn sports show, look how clean I was, man. I mean, I, I was I was ripped. I was clean. I had the nice tight goatee going. I mean, any I was banging everything that moved. Yo, you were fly, yo. I was fly, baby. All right. Wait a minute All now. Right. Joe Quill says, dump her now, Tony, and the Phillies will win again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Listen, pursuant to that. Yes. Uh Nobody's comfortable here, you know, about, you know, I mean, but you know what? This team wasn't supposed to be here. It's an old, you know, you've heard it a thousand times. They don't owe us anything here, Tony? No, I think the Phillies, again, this is, it sounds like an excuse. You know, the fact that they, they were so good at home. And the amazing thing is, is that it was just like all of a sudden, it's like Cinderella woke up and it was midnight, you know, and and give the cast, you got to give the Astros credit, man. 
as good as the Phillies were against Lance McCullers, knowing exactly what to do, and they teed off on that guy, and everybody was going crazy, 7 nothing, and they got the shutout. From the next night on, the no, forget about just a no-hitter. They couldn't hit anything. They didn't even have a rally. And then the, last night, the Thursday night game, you know, they had some chances, but they just couldn't get any runs in. And their, their failure with runners in scoring position, especially in last night's game, where they had a chance to win it. I mean, tell me you didn't think when they made it 3-2 and they had runners in scoring position, you know, they get a big base hit there. They go ahead in that bottom of the eighth inning. 100%. You know, they go in and close the game, and they walk out of there up three games to two. But that's how it works, man. You know, the thing is, is I didn't want this to come down to I'm, – I'm glad it, it kind of worked out the way it did if it had to work out that way. I didn't want this to come down to people crushing Noah Syndergaard. Because you know what? For he is what he is, and he he was very serviceable even through the playoffs. This yep. guy didn't really hurt this team, and I, no, he didn't hurt him with that start. It looked like it was going to be a disaster in the first inning. Right. Exactly right. He's got that strikeout, throw him out, double play, and that could have been a disaster. And he left one nothing. You know, and then the Phillies tied up with a solo home run. So it was a competitive game, and and that's you know that's what you want in the World Series. You don't want your team embarrassed. You know, the Phillies embarrassed them seven nothing. Did they get embarrassed being no hit? Yeah, but it wasn't like they they lost eleven to nothing. You know, the, the the Astros are a great team. That's why they won hundred and one games. That's why they're in the World Series almost every year. So, bottom well, the line, thing is, the thing is, and I read this tonight, and it really pisses me off. Is that Nick Nick Castellanos, who the fans have been off and on all year, he played some great baseball in some of the games, but because he didn't knock in uh, Harper last night in the ninth inning when he struck out. With, with Harper in scoring position, people were going after his wife at the ball game, And that's what pisses me off about Phillies fans. I, I didn't hear that. Family's out of it, man. Don't go out. And his wife created. His wife was ripping Phillies fans. And that's bullshit, man. Because you've been there before. But the problem is, a lot of these young Phillies fans, you know, in 2008, they were like five years old. Now, all of a sudden, they're big, tough guys who are out there drinking $17 beers and pissing in the streets. Yeah. And then they're being assholes to the wife of a ball player? Yeah, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is but... weak, man. That is... I, think, I think that's poor form, dude. So it is. And how about but I will but I will say this, Tony. <laughs> Did you see Mattress Mac the other night when all the Phillies fans in the parking lot were sucking his dick and asking for selfies? And then after the game when the Phillies won seven nothing, somebody said something to him, and then he starts going off on the guy. So it makes it look like Mattress Mac is the dick because he's yelling, fuck you, fuck you. It was on Crossing Broad. My buddies uh, over there posted that. They posted that before the game, Phillies fans were sucking Matthew, Mattress Mac's dick, wanting pictures and autographs. After the game, they were going to go out there uh, and, and give him shit, but then they only put the clip of him yelling at a guy and telling him, fuck you. You think Mattress Mac, who's like one of the nicest guys on earth, who does a lot for charity and obviously is a gambling degenerate, puts a lot of money up, but he, he also does it by providing ma- mattresses when, his, when he loses his bet. So the bottom line, there's no doubt he was saying it. You can hear it. You see the video. He was pissed off. A guy doesn't go off like that because his team lost one game. Because remember, he didn't lose a series bet in game three. You know what I'm saying? But, Tony, you know what else Mattress Mac did that same night? He offered his suite up yeah. uh, to, to, to in the in NRG Stadium. Yeah, to to eagle fans exactly. And so, yeah, when, so when the fans get when fans lose in this town, they are the they were the worst losers in sports. 
The Phillies fans are excited when their team wins, but when they lose, they're well, not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah, a lot of them are pussies. And I'll say that as a Philly guy and a South Philly guy. Don't give me your tough guy shit. Don't do that. You don't stop drinking sixteen eighty dollar beers. Sit down, watch the game, and shut up and go home. That's correct. That's correct. At least we don't have to grease the poles anymore. Now, now Mayor, now Mayor Good can have his own grease pole rammed in no, his ass this weekend. Grease. Oh, you mean in the no? I mean in the Phillies. In, you know, you. if they win the World Series, right. then Jim Kenny will be getting his pole greased while he's inserting it in. In uh, in the back door at Woody's you, down in the game. Did you hear that they didn't use grease this year? That they were uh, Astro Lube donated a bunch of lube for them. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did they use KY? No, should have gone KY. Astro Glide. Astro Glide, baby. <laughs> they used a KY down at K and A. You know what I'm talking Oh yeah, about? absolutely, man. Absolutely. Tony, you know uh, the the mayor, uh, alleged mayor of this city, has been nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Now you would think. Now, I'll give Michael Nutter some fucking credit. Back in, in 08, he, he was all over the television. He yes. was all, right? He was, a, he was actually a very good mayor because a mayor does nothing for the city. Everybody knows that. This Jim Kenny can't even come out in public anymore. That's where we are here. Oh, you're absolutely right. You know when he comes out? He comes out like that piece of shit Larry Krasner, the DA. Yeah. He comes out a couple of days before the election. People are shooting 150 shots. Every every hour, day and night, people are getting shot. Guys are breaking into ATMs, are beating people up. They, they, you see there was a shooting last night, a gang shooting. Guys are blowing each other out in their cars all over the city. But the piece of shit DA, who's going to be impeached, and I can't wait. I'm going to have an impeachment party. I'll fly back to Philly, and I'll, I'll lead an impeachment party down Broad Street when that son of a bitch is run out of town. Because he, he he has a news conference where he announced beforehand that he will speak for 40 minutes, but there will be no questions asked. And as soon as he's done talking, he's going to walk away like the chicken shit piece of garbage that he is. And you know what his news conference is about? We're going to have handcuffs and we're going to have jail cells for anybody that's out there trying to mess around with our election. Meanwhile, people are being shot and murdered. Black people are dying every day. And this son of a bitch is worried about the election. That's that was the next thing I was going to say. He gets irate when they, they, they start talking about the election. Oh, people threaten the election and go to the fucking voting pool. Get the fuck out of here, dude! How many people have been murdered in this fucking city? Uh, I know some personally. Over four hundred. Yeah, well, you know what? Every Tony. Not only, I'll say this. Not only is he getting impeached because. Oh yeah. I believe he's getting. He may go to prison. I hope so. I hope the FBI because yeah, he's a, well. he, he he and the thing that bugs me the most, you know, and I don't live there anymore, but my family does and my friends do. The fact that the, the black members of city council in Philadelphia have his back that just shows you how corrupt this city is. If you're a black representative and you're supporting a guy who's been responsible for releasing criminals, they just said that the kids who. Two of the kids that were involved in that shooting at the Roxborough High School. They shot they were, somebody else the day before. They were involved in another murder before they shot the kid. At no, the, the, after practice. The, the day before. The day before. The, the very was, day before. These kids are like 15 and 16 years old, and they got rap sheets as long as my schlong. And that's pretty big. Now, nah, listen, hey, it's much know, bigger than that, Tony. Yeah, much longer than that. I'm sorry. But now, li- listen, it, it's a disaster here. This is, 
this is, you know, there's, there's no excuse for any of this fucking behavior, let alone any, the politics is disgusting here. You know that. And I hope somebody hangs for this. I really do. Because, it, you know, they ruined what otherwise was a fine city at one point. I'm saying about 35 years ago. You know, yeah, it's gotten worse. And it's, it's gotten worse. And I hate to see it because they keep talking about the progressives are coming in and making things better. No, they're not. They're making it worse for the people that they pander to the most. They pander, they pander to the black community. And then they turn around and, and then... Don't do anything to help these people. They just lie to them for their votes. And then they say that if you don't vote for them, then you're you're doing the wrong thing. You know, and again, you can vote for whoever you want to. But I don't know about you, but if I keep voting for somebody that's hurting me or hurting my community or, or, or you know, resulting in a lot of deaths because you don't want cash bail and you want to let people out of jail, how is that making the city safer? And I'm not a, I'm not a politician. I'm not interested in running for office. I would have done it a long time ago. But the whole thing about... You know, you better vote. If you're black, you better vote for the black guy. Meanwhile, black politicians are, are rooting for white politicians against incumbent blacks in a lot of these congressional races. So they, they're not about black supporting the black community. You know, if, if there's a black Republican running against a white Democrat, all these black caucus members in the House and Senate, they're all going to go and support the white guy because they support party over country. They don't care about their own race. It's all bullshit. They shame people into voting the way they they want them to vote because they think that black people have to vote for black people, and they hate when black people think for themselves and decide not to vote for them. And that's the problem here. Tony, explain this one then. Today, John Fetterman received an endorsement from Oprah Winfrey. Another classic yeah. example. Yeah. Classic like, example. Like what, what the hell does she have to do with anything in this fucking state here? Nothing. No, she's a lapdog for the she's a lapdog for the Democratic Party. You know, she became a billionaire off the backs of rich white women that they now decry coaches. You know, all these dumb white women. Listen, Oprah's an amazing talent. I, God bless her. I don't begrudge anybody of any color who can become a billionaire as a daytime talk show host. But she got women, just like these like these twats on The View, they're ignorant. I mean, they're just a bunch of fat, cow, ignorant bitches who should never have a job. That just shows you how wimpy Disney is. Disney's afraid to put the, the – the, the, they, they will bend at anybody who criticizes a movie about cultural appropriation, and this is black, and that's white, and this woman's not Asian, and this person's not Chinese. They're going to go crazy with that. But they allow people like The View to go on there and call people roaches, call women roaches that don't agree with them. And then they have that piece of shit Jimmy Kimmel at night on the same network, you know, saying that if he's not allowed to to, to criticize Trump, he'll quit. And then you're going to stand for this. Jimmy Kimmel, there are dime a dozen comedians who could do that show at night. He's got 50 writers. He's not even funny anymore. He's just become a honk. I agree. But the Oprah thing was insulting, and if I was a black person, I would be insulted by it because, obviously, it's just those that group is being used again, once yep. again, being used like a pawn. Oh, you want to talk and- about used? Well, look at the pictures of there's a million pictures of Oprah. She's with Epstein. She's with Harvey's uh, Harvey Weinstein. He, she's with mm-hmm. uh, she's with every slimeball Hollywood personality. Yep. Because they're all Hollywood and they're all in the same, and they're the, all in and, cahoots. And the thing is, is that she, 
she said that she was uh, sexually assaulted when she was a young woman. So it makes it even worse that she was around all these men. It doesn't, it just proves she that a she, fraud. she's a total fraud. She total is a total fraud. And then, you know, she, you know, cause she wants to be, and she knows women will like her and white women, you know, this is what they're doing. They, cause Oprah wouldn't have chimed in on this. The desperate Democrats, and you can see what they're doing. You know, everybody's a racist. Oh, uh, you know, if you don't vote, we're going to have the democracy will end. Uh, there's going to be a depression. And wow, you know, wow, I don't know the Republicans are going to be better. I just know that the Democrats have, have got had their chance and they blew it. That's how I work. You keep you go to a restaurant and you keep going there. And then all of a sudden their food sucks and their service sucks. Are you going to keep going back there? No, it's time to go. It's time to move on. They had their chance. Biden has been an unmitigated disaster. And if anybody thinks that his policies have made this country better, he has divided them more than Obama did. I mean, he's pitting, he's pitting people against each other. In his closing thing, he goes on television, and, and it's not about, hey, you know what, we've made some mistakes. Let's get together. Let, and he keeps talking about unity. This guy's the most divisive, demented loser in, the, in my lifetime. And I go back to 1950s of watching Met presidents. This guy is an absolute incompetent boob. Well, Obama was a fraud too, so just, you know. Well, he wasn't a fraud. He was, he was, he was he smooth, was he was clever. You know, he got, he got the white people voted no. for him. And a lot of white people voted for him because white people will vote for somebody because they think they're going to get a change. They don't care what color they are. And that's they, color. color. I'm just saying he's, he's a, a fucking fuck phony. He's a fucking phony. Well, we found that out later, and I think that most people were like I was at the time. I didn't bother to look into him. All I saw was finally this this amazingly intelligent, bright black man. And I was yeah. just like, wow, this is amazing. And he was running against... Um, John McCain. He ran John, against John McCain. Yeah, it was John McCain. And no. I actually... Wasn't it Mitch? Uh, wasn't it? Oh, Mitt the Romney? second job was Mitt Romney. Oh, okay. Sorry. Initially, it was John McCain bad, and bad. Sarah Palin. It was John McCain right. and Sarah Palin ran against Obama, and Obama was fresh on the scene. Right. And, and, and you know what? The guy like... was the guy, and the guy was a community organizer, right. and it was only in the Senate for a couple of months. But you know, they propped him up, and he was the perfect candidate at the right time. And I did not care for um, McCain. And now I he's believe, a hero. Now I, all of a sudden, I the know. guy they hated, now and he's I a hero, and so is the door. So all these Republicans, like uh, Cheney and all these people that they hated, they love them now. They love them now. And I, I believed all of the negative press that Sarah Palin got too. You know, I mean, I fell for everything hook, like, and hook, line, and sinker, like most people did. And it wasn't until afterwards when I went, well, wait a minute, things are getting worse rather than better. Again, again, let, let, let's, you know what. This is this is going to be the last time I talk about politics. I get it. After I, I will not I will not be on Twitter talking about politics. I will not be I will not be participating. I already have my where's my ballot, Robin? You're lying. Where, where's my ballot? You're lying. I'm not lying. Yes, I you may are. take a couple of cheap shots. I am celebrating, and I don't celebrate when people get fired or died. I don't care how bad they were. But what Elon Musk did at Twitter Twitter today, running those sons of bitches out of there. Because these are not just innocent people who are doing their jobs. These were people who were under orders to, to censor free speech. And I don't know what Elon Musk is going to do. I'm not a lock dog, you know, of lock it. I won't follow with him in, in lockstep. But you know what? I trust Elon Musk as a businessman 
who obviously took over Tesla and made it a guy, a, an unbelievable company. And the same people who are, are want everybody to buy electric cars now all of a sudden don't like Elon Musk, the guy who made electric cars better than anybody else, and now everybody's following suit, right? Well, I need a favor then. But is this Jody Mac? I'm not Jody Mac, but I'll do you a favor. Yeah, I just saw Jody. I'm not. He asked. He, he asked about you actually. So, it's nice. I love you. Uh, I need a favor re, uh, regarding Twitter. If yeah. all of your followers could go on to their Twitter page and ask them if Jay Gal's band can be reinstated, ask him directly. I'm having all of my friends do it. Jay Gal's band. That's yeah, Jay Giles. Now, my, my that's my that was my handle. Oh, I've been talking about the Jay Giles band, the group. Close enough, but Jay Giles band got banned about four years ago, and uh, because I had a disagreement with uh, a, a former actress uh, out in Hollywood, and I got thrown off myself. Trump got thrown off, all within the same Kanye or Yay, whatever the fuck they call hey. him. We're all out. We're all out. I need all of your followers to ask Elon Musk directly, DM him, and ask when Jay Gal's band, J G A L S band, can be back reinstated. Thank you. Well, you know, you're, you 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 you've uh, come to the right place right now because there's no one who has Elon Musk's ear more than I do right now. In fact, oh. when I when I direct message him or I tweet to him, he gets back to me immediately. He's even offered to. To take away the eight dollar monthly charge to keep my blue check mark, and and so I will do that. And I have seventy two thousand two hundred and something followers, and I can assure you that every single one of them tonight, as soon as I get off the air, and I write to Elon Musk, put it out there for me. I'll put it out there because every time I tweet, you know, I always get seventy two thousand likes. You know, not you know, I'm I'm being sarcastic because I'm still being shadow banned, not by Elon Musk by the scumbags that he railroaded out of there. But the one good thing, to show you that I have a heart, the one good thing about all those Twitter people who got fired is at least they already know how to code. So they learn, They don't have to learn to code, but they can go out and maybe go to work at a McDonald's, do something productive, go clean up the rubbers, the poop, the piss, the needles, right there on Market Street in San Francisco. Not the I was market. Say, California's full of it, yeah. South of Market, right, where the, right, Robin, where the Twitter headquarters is. That street you walk down there, you would think you're in in, uh, in in name a crappy city. There's so many of them. I just tweeted as Tony to Elon Musk. Yes. Why are you tweeting as me? He knows me. He knows my style. He knows me personally, Robin. Well, then maybe he'll recognize his style because I often tweet for you. <laughs> no, you only tweet for me when you I don't said, tell hey, me, and then you tell hey, me you tweeted Elon for Elon Musk Twitter. Would love to get John his Twitter handle back. For Father's Day, can we make that happen? Jay That's Gal next June. Father's Day is June. Yeah. It's November. Oh, well. He's not waiting seven months. Okay, Jake Galsband was banned because he got in an argument with Hollywood celeb. Not cool. If all my fans can retweet and or ask to, thank you. Thank I'll you. Redo it. Hold on a second. I'm going to redo it really quick. Father's Day? Father's Day. Have you been drinking tonight, Robin? No, I Mrs. just... Mrs. Fetterman. Uh, uh, uh. By the way, did you see that Fetterman commercial where he was pretending he was Mean Joe Green in the Coca-Cola commercial? Did you yeah, see yeah. that fraud? How did the yeah, Steelers, yeah. and here's the best part, you know, because he's up from Western Pennsylvania, and the paper up there, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, didn't even endorse him. So this is his way of trying to get the Steeler fans 
and the Steeler fans don't give a shit about John Fetterman. The newspaper up there doesn't give a shit about him. They actually, they actually endorse Dr. Oz. But meanwhile, here in Philadelphia, where the entire media is in the, in the bag for the Democratic Party and Comcast, who runs them, you know what I'm saying? Tony, and this is the same guy who got up on a fucking podium and said, the Eagles are way oh, better than the Eagles. The Eagles. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. He said that. This guy's, this guy's out the launch. He's lost, man. But it's, it's, a it's a shame. You know what? It's a shame. But he's not qualified to run in the U.S. And they're, and they're lying and they're, they're talking about cover-ups. All these, all these commercials that you see, like he was at Penn State the other night. It was in the dark. Did you see that one? No. And, and so there's, there's a lot of footage from people who were there showing him, and he was having a hard time talking. But what they do is they, they record it all, and then they spend all night putting together a 30-second commercial where he sounds coherent, when he, and he was on The View, and he didn't sound. He was on with Don Lemon, and he didn't sound coherent. So, oh, good, dude. I mean, that's sad. But don't keep pretending that this guy's okay because you need him to get into the Senate. That's not fair to him. That's not fair to the voters. And again, I have no skin in this game. I don't care about Dr. Oz or, or Fetterman. You're, you're trying to pull this crap on the on the dumb end. The problem is the voters are stupid. The voters don't know. They don't, they don't do research and get information on us. They see commercials and say, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, I like him, man. He's cool. I don't even think I they do they don't say I like that guy. They say somebody so so says I should like that. Well, yeah, guy. exactly. That's what happens. Exactly. exactly. Because they can't think for themselves. No, the guy did not pull a shotgun on that Steelers kid in the tunnel. But he, I think Coca Cola should go after again. You use a Coca Cola thing without permission. I know. You. You know they have lawyers everywhere. The Steelers went after somebody who used that. Mean Joe Green, classic commercial where he's walking through the tunnel at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and the little kid offers him a Coke, and then, you know, Joe's mean. He's like, you know, he was like Will yep. Clark was the other night, and then Mean Joe Green hands the kid his jersey, and he hands him a Coke. Hey, kid. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but that was, I've seen better acting in 2 a.m. snuff films. But here's, here, when I, I mean, granted, I am biased, but looking at that commercial the first thing that i thought it made him look really pathetic it made him look even more pathetic than he has been well most people won't get it most younger voters they won't get that they don't know what that means they don't remember the mean joe green commercial that was the 70s right but they um but it makes him like he's stumbling down a hallway having to hold onto the wall. Because that's what mean Joe Green Tony, did. I know that. But what I'm saying is that when you first look at it and you're you're not putting it into context or you don't know about the mean Joe Green commercial, all you're seeing is, oh, my God, Fetterman yeah. looks like he has to hold onto the wall. Clearly, his stroke is really, really affecting him. Oh, my God. So I don't think they no, quite you're right. I totally true. agree with you. Totally agree. Ryan Wagner says, Chest Rockhard was a better actor in Boogie Nights. <laughs> I don't remember Chest Rockhard. Oh, John went away. Guess what? What? We're overtime. And is Into the Nightcap oh coming God. up or not? Is it quarter after nine already? Is Into the Nightcap Holy. coming up or not? I haven't heard from Duncan Dad. We did not I haven't heard from Play Action Real. I haven't heard from John from Mayfair. I mean, what is going on what here? What is going I'm on? I'm trying to promote the next show here. Over most of these no-filter network stations. Let me see. I'm going to go on. I, I didn't. Seriously. This is one of the few times. Oh, here's Duncan Dad. This is one of the few times that I. It's on like Donkey Kong. Thank you. I, I seriously was not. 
paying attention. Tony. Yes. Where are you? I'm there. here, ladies and gentlemen, in a dark room with an olive green refrigerator, man. That's still coming. running. That 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 come that olive green is coming back. That's you have the matching back. range and the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. No, you need the olive green there, and then the orange for mica countertops. Oh yeah, that that uh, that combo oh, mambo together, and and then <laughs> even better that that sort of shit brown shag carpet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like cat and dog piss. You're just grabbing my life right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would be so impressed. I have to show you. I I have everything cleaned up and in running order again. Where um, have you been, man? It looks. Are you mad at something? Are you mad? You know, there's no. Time. Actually, I uh, I had a a little bit of elective surgery last Friday and doing dealing with that. Yeah, so it was good. What, what, what? I, I don't see any plugs. What'd you have done? Oh, no! yeah. Breaking news. Ah. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Good He's, for you, here's man. Here's a man who's preventing the further germination of the human population. <laughs> He's, he is standing with the. He's standing oh. with all the women in AOC. He's yeah. laying down with the women, but now you he's going to be shooting blanks. I am. I, <laughs> This is that's what you should be doing. You should yeah. be taking responsibility. Exactly right. So I'm... bang away, bang away, bang away all. <laughs> go Donder, go Blitzen. Go Duncan Dad all in, baby. Balls deep. You know what Balls I'm saying? <laughs> it, it was actually scheduled for like 2021. And uh -huh. then it just kept getting rescheduled and rescheduled and rescheduled till finally I was up against it with the, the insurance approval. And it was just like, look, the shit's got to get done. So Last Friday, it was like your voice didn't drop. Now, did they cut the balls out? How do they do that? What do they, they do? They only take a little snip, just above, yeah. just a, just a pinch in between your balls and uh, and uh, just two little side snip, boom, snip, boom, and boom, done. Boom, 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 boom. And they cauterize it, and oh yeah, you just you just have to sit on some ice cold <laughs> Yes, yes, John from Mayfair. It was two very small incisions. Duncan was doing the old pull and pray since the pandemic. <laughs> Is to pull it out and spray it on that. That's why the women have tramp stamps. Women have women did us a favor. They have those tramp stamps so that when we're you know when we're having sex doggy style, we have a, a spot that to aim at to safely avoid producing any more offspring. Oh no, it's not safely, Tony. That's not how it works. Yes, it is. I know that you're. A good I have never impregnated a woman. I know Once that I pulled you that baby out, and I, I went all. Uh, who was the guy with the with the gallons of uh, the gist? You don't know that there are a bunch of Brunos running all over the place. No, they're not. Just talking to two of your kids earlier. They would have found me by now. Trust me. <laughs> if I had a legal offspring out there, you don't think they'd be after me? Oh yeah. Come on. Absolutely. Man. Well, I'm, with well, I'm not gonna say that on the air. <laughs> Did you sit on this table now? How do they do? You, were you awake during it? Yeah, for outpatient, just it's all awake. It's just well, actually, get down, drop trowel, local, and that's it. Do so. So when women have to do anything gynecological, they put you they put you on a table with stirrups. Do they do that? You had to put your legs up in the stirrups. No, I just I, I sat there like a man and just took it. So do you're that? actually sitting? I didn't have stirrups on when they were putting a thing in my ass in my mouth at the same time. And then they were sticking something in my pee-pee, putting it all the way in with a wire and going to my heart. Tony, we're not talking about you. No, but that's, I mean, that's... <laughs> yes, that's, Sean knows. Sean knows. Snipple snip. 
Yeah, hey. Sean's saying about the shave, so. They shave you down there? They shave me, too. Well, no, I, I you know, I'm pretty good at manscaping, so uh, I don't have that problem. I, I, I take care of the ladies, you know what I mean? So I didn't get gang-banged at the doctor's office. I don't play that shit, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't I mean, just a little, little peach fuzz, you know. It's exit only in my house, man. <laughs> okay. Well, we are we are over to I seriously, I did not even I, I didn't no even idea. know, man. Why didn't you tell us? We would have had a good conversation with John from Mayfair. Hey, John looked all nice and shaved, all cleaned up. Sent you like a care package or during something. During the baseball games, during all these World Series games, the Eagles game. I was so, in the park, man. When did you have it done? Uh, a Friday before Halloween. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So a week ago. Yeah, a week ago. And you're not allowed to lift anything for three days, is it right? Yeah. I'm really fortunate. I'm a really good healer. So mm -hmm. I think for the first 24 hours, I kind of just took it easy. But that next day, I was at the Fan Fest walking around, taking pictures, making phone calls to you guys. Uh, well, yeah, that's right. We yeah. saw you. I, you didn't say anything about it. You were there yeah, with the – you were, you were there at the – at the 97.5 uh, Fan Fest, where I was talking to the, you, you handed the phone to Anthony Gargano. We were talking, and then yeah. John Kincaid came on, and you had Jeff had your ball snipped. Yeah. Couple days before that, man. Uh, uh, no days off, man. No days off. That's playing with Play me, Action man. Reel says, My wife wants to see. You said you were popping tinfoil, man. Yeah, I mean, my, I guess all, all my brothers had it done after their kids, so I was the last one to uh, fall in line with that stuff. But varying ranges of stuff. So, like, you know, truth be told, like my youngest brother, I won't tell his name, but he had like just swollen, swollen, swollen peas, all that kind of stuff. Horrible, but yeah. nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Joe Quill says good Mike job. iced his marbles with those frozen mini green marbles, aka pea. Right? Did you press right? They say to use peas rather than ice because it's it, it's a better transference and it and the peas yeah. form around your ball sack better. Yeah. And we have a question now that should be posed on the Into the Nightcap show. Caden Bryan checks in. He says, John Marks had hair plugs. John Marks hair plugs or Duncan Dad snips? Who had the more invasive surgery? Six <laughs> six three two. You know the rest of the number. I, I, I will I will say this, and Robin will appreciate this. So. On the second side, when the intern guy or the 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 younger doctor was, you know, yes, attending, yes, he he go he goes in to give like the little local stuff. He gets that done. I'm like, you know, not crying. I'm a little like, ah, ah, wins. So right away, he doesn't even wait like thirty seconds. He goes right in to grab stuff. I'm oh. like, whoa, whoa, hold on, dude, hold on. A little sore, a little sore there. Wait a second. So then the other guy comes across. He goes, oh, that's fine. I still got about five milliliters left over. Let me shoot that in there. So he's digging in from the other side. Oh my god! Wow. Even George Hi. Carlin. Even George Carlin was listening in, and you know what he said? What are you fucking stupid? Exactly. <laughs> Listen, now I, I can't say I support the feminist movement if I don't do my part. Right? Exactly right, man. You're taking one for civilization. We don't need any more babies. We have. I got three. I got three girls. That's enough, man. That's enough. I I got a uh, I got a. I got a, I got a drop for you here that I think applies to this. Instead of having a baby, you know what you have to do? One of AOC's fans said this at one of her town halls a couple of years ago. We need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. And, of course, Mike Tyson was all on this uh, a long time ago, too, man. I want to eat the children. Remember? 
It's Mike all about, was ahead of the curve. He was way ahead of the curve when he said, I want to eat his children. And when AOC's friend said, I, we need to eat, what did she say again? We need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. Because they're, you know, the low carbs, lean, you know, not a lot of fat. No. Good fat. It's like, like veal, the, right? Like veal, like on Wicked Tuna, when they show you that, you know, that tuna has got a little, got a little uh, red in it. It's got a little, mm-hmm. you, know, you got to have a little bit of uh, white in it, but a good, meaty, firm, red corn. Tony Bruno, we have the fabulous Julia Tempest on the phone with us right oh, now. Nice. It's going to be like an Italian sausage fest. Oh, man. Um. Julio, can you hear us? Let's see if this is working. My darling, how there are you? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, my brother from another mother joining us as we're in overtime. I'm sorry, we're going to have to, we're, we're going to delay the start of tonight's Into the Nightcap. We're like extra innings in a World Series game. You know what I mean? That's ladies and gentlemen, in North Carolina, Mr. Julio <laughs> Tempesta. Oh, my dear darling, how are you, my brother from a different mother? What an honor it is to be speaking to you, my friend. How are you? We're beautiful. We're on the air here. We're getting, uh, we're drinking some good wine from the Bruno family. That's right. Matthew Bruno out there in Napa. They have a winery. It's Matthew and Tony Bruno, and they have a winery in Napa. Did you know that? Well, you know what? Anything that has your name on it's got to be great. You're damn right. Without a doubt. Actually, I was talking to them about you when you had, you know, when you had your restaurant in San Francisco and you had the old gentleman who would come in. He was like 95 years old and he would come in every week dressed to the nines. What was his winery? Because he provided the wine at your restaurant, right? Well, you know what? Not only was a great gentleman, but he was 101 year old. Yes, Mario Minelli, when he came to my restaurant, he was pretty much uh, the class act guy, came to the restaurant dressed up like a gentleman and you know what i always made sure that uh his table table 14 that was was always available for him and by the way what a pleasure what a great guy i mean it i was lucky to meet him a couple times when i went in for lunch and he would walk in it was like royalty it was like the pope was coming in 101 years old man unbelievable you saw him robin i know incredible Well, you know what? Uh, those are moments that uh, will always stay with you for the rest of your life and uh, forever in your heart in, uh, in many different ways. I can tell you that uh, uh, I, I look back in time and uh, I look at uh, people like uh, Mr. Mario Minelli. Minetti, excuse me, Minetti. excuse me, one, excuse, per favore, Mario Minetti, and uh, his uh, Cabernet Sauvignon was one of a kind, and I always make sure, every time I served a bottle of wine, I make sure to share the story about Mario Minetti, and the way in which he truly shared his adventure in the wine business with all of us in the Bay Area. And how many bottles of that Minetti, Minetti wine? Did we consume many, many days and nights there in San Francisco, back when San Francisco was still a phenomenon. It's, it's still a great city, but you know what's happening over there. I don't need Well, to. we're not going to go there right now. San Francisco <laughs> still is uh, in my heart. One of those mo- most beautiful, <laughs> excuse me, moi, monsieur, uh, truly one of those mu- most beautiful cities in the world. Absolutely. Uh, you know probably. me. I loved it. How many times was I there? Every weekend, year after year, so- Sonoma, everywhere. I love I loved the Bay Area. So I, I just, uh, in, in a minute or so, if you may, uh, what is your favorite story of uh, the Sonoma County, Villa Antonia, up in Sonoma, in my house? What would that be? 
well, making pizzas on your outdoor oven out there. I mean, that's that's what I miss the most. And the Chandry's coming. The Chandry over. family, the wine, Julio making pizzas right there. Throw it, you playing know. There's bocce. there's video of playing bocce, playing you know cornhole, oh. throwing the oh, uh, swimming pool, diving into oh, the no. diving into the pool. I mean, we did oh, everything. No. What's the matter? Uh, do you remember? Do you remember when we went to the John Martin uh, bottle of the baby between the San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders? Absolutely, Raiders. absolutely. We yeah. were there. We, well, won, who, we won the championship. Who won the? Who won the first place? We did. We did. We did. Yeah. Who was the last person that threw the last bunchy ball? Mr. Julio Tempesta. There weren't any. For God's sake. Uh, Tony Bruno, you're my brother. I love you. I uh, swear to God, one of a kind. There shall never be a moment in which I uh, I always go to bed at night. I'm thinking about my mother, my father, and Tony Bruno. Can you believe it? We got the pictures of us throwing the pizza in the air, making them, putting them in that, in that wood-fired oven outside. With the beautiful vines all over the way, the grapes everywhere. It was phenomenal, man. It was so, phenomenal. Uh, me, me, Mr. Bruno, Mr. Bruno, if I may, I'll, allow me to ask you a question. If there should be a moment in which you remember uh, about Villa Antonia up in Sonoma, what would that be? And there's so many great memories, man. I mean, every time we were there, it was always peaceful. It was beautiful. The mountains and the and, and all the all the grapes. Okay. The grapes used to talk to me. Sitting at the pool. But one of the, my favorite memories is getting drunk and swimming out of, by the pool and laughing so hard that... That was every time we were there. What are you talking about, we, Robin? I know, but there was one in particular where we were laughing so hard. That's the night that you jumped in and I think you hurt your toe. But we were laughing. We were laughing so hard, my sides hurt. No, I mean it was it was there was there was some of the greatest greatest moments, and then we would go out to your vegetable guy and go visit him. And these were people that were all listening right, to KNDR. That's right. That's right. It, I mean, everybody so, there was so great to, to us. Great people, man, and a great time. Uh, uh, Tony Bruno, you know you're my brother from a different uh, uh, mother. I just want to ask uh, your beautiful, gorgeous young lady, how was your vacation back home in Holland? Prima. It was wonderful. Prima. Yeah, prima. No, primo, it was wasn't prima. it? It was absolutely wonderful. I forgot how homesick I was until I actually flew in oh, to Schiphol. It was yeah, just fantastic. But she didn't bring back any hookers. She brought wooden shoes. I did. She didn't bring back any uh, any pro any proffridges. I couldn't figure any strop waffles. The hookers went over my weight limit, Tony. Uh, <laughs> I tried. So, uh, Tony Tony Bruno, I am uh, sitting here. Uh, you've been here at my house in North Carolina Absolutely. in uh, Stanley, 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 North Carolina. Stanley, North and Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm entertaining uh, two wonderful friends of mine for dinner. I uh, I invited them over, and uh, I would like to say goodbye to you by saying what was quite possibly one of the most memorable moments between the two of us, the three of us in the Bay Area in San Francisco that made us two brothers from a different mother. What would that be? Well, uh, the, the first night we met and we went out, and uh, or you're talking about at Sonoma or in San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, I was not around for that first. Well, you're talking one. about one when we were in San Francisco, or when we were speaking, out in Sonoma. Speaking of ladies, uh, uh, I, 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 hear, I hear laughing in the background. 
I hear women cackling <laughs> in the background. Uh, Mr. Tony Bruno, tell your audience that we're going to have to take a rain check on that first night because that's X-rated, three X's. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, what was her name? Uh, uh, oh, God bless her. Jesus. Uh, we're going to have to let that go. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, baby, right there, baby, 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 baby. Why is baby there? Yeah, no, baby's there with him now. Yeah, baby was in our room, if I remember correctly. Is baby there now in North Carolina? No, 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 no. baby, baby, baby's in Vegas, sweetheart. All right. That I think of. Anyway, listen, I just want to say I love you, my friend. Uh, uh, you're always welcome. We miss you here in North Carolina, Stanley, 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 North Carolina. And to your audience, quite possibly, the one and only Tony Bruno. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there he is, the great. Julia the best. Julio and I, before I met Robin, when I would go to San Francisco, they were some of the craziest nights of my life. Robin. Yes, and I. Then, and then Robin came. The then story. Robin got involved. <laughs> and something went terribly, terribly wrong. Just like VH1's <gasps> behind the music. But we had fun up there, man. And you talk about great times. I miss those. Those are things you Brian have to Wagner's cherish because nasty. they're not going to happen again. That's the thing. No. Would you want them to happen? Yeah, why not? Before I die. <laughs> Shit. One more time. All right, folks. Uh, right, it is now 930. It is definitely overtime. Duncan Dad and the guys are chomping at the bit to come on. Please make sure that you switch over to Duncan Dad's... Uh, um, into the, the night into cap. the nightcap. They are going to take you deep, deep, deep. They'll probably the be on like till three in the morning. Yeah, I mean the the last time I was on with them, we went until after midnight. I was just a chatty Kathy, yeah. which I you know. It's not your style. It's not my style. I mean, I'm talking. the one. People yell at me for talking, but I have to talk. This is what I do. We didn't get to the juicy. Story. I know we didn't, we didn't do the to... two swans of swimming. I didn't rip Joy Reed. I didn't do the cornhole story. The gold retriever. I mean, like, we had so much stuff. We could stuff. go on and on and on, but I've done probably 50 hours of radio this I week, know. Robin, and I'm ready to crash and burn. Crash and burn for Showa. Exactly right. Um, whoops. Hold on. Let me go here. And don't forget to watch Retro Ads Mondays, Retro TV Thursdays, 6 p.m. with Play Action Reel. I think there's going to be a World Series show tomorrow, but I believe the, there will be replacement re yes. announcers. Steven Luker is actually going to be hosting the replacement show for tomorrow night, and then you and Bernsey will be back again on Sunday, if, Sunday necessary. if necessary. And we're still working on the Sunday morning football show. We got yes. to nail we, down Philly Godfather. Because he had COVID, and we don't know if he's feeling up to it yet because he had a really bad case of it. So yes, exactly. uh, I'm trying to get a hold of Billy Godfather. And well, just confirm. follow me on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin. All that latest information is posted, and then you'll see it on the No Filter app about the shows and when we're coming up next. In the meantime, don't drink and drive unless you have two chicks with you in your place in North Carolina, which is a huge mansion and a lot of wine and good food and shit. 
Don't text and drive. And remember, you vote the way they tell you, or you are a fascist and a threat to democracy, and we're all going to die. Good night, everybody, and God bless America. We hope you find a cozy spot in which to have a sleep. Good night to all the burglars are cracking all the cribs. You seem the only fellows who are finding all the dips. Good night, everyone. You've earned your daily bread. Good night and go to bed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.